KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So we all know that kids just hate getting homework from their teachers when they get home, right? I still hate homework. You don't want to do it. You go to school for that time period. You're doing all your learning. The last thing you want to do when you get home after... Mm -hmm that wind down, that relax time hits mm-hmm. is to sit down and pick up your books again and do homework. Yep. So there's a kid in the States. I don't know if you saw this video. I think he's like six or seven years old. His name's Chase. And he's on a campaign um, to not have any more homework with this video that got posted. Listen to this. Homework is basically school at home. You doing homework at home when you really supposed to do stuff in school. Ain't school the place to learn? Home is to come from school, chill, get on your tab to get on again what you want to do. But the teachers want to take like 30 minutes of your time, an hour of your time, just to give you homework. They do this to bother you. I don't know why they do that, but that's teachers. All our kids, all our kids, Put your hands up. Hope for everybody see this video. No more homework. No more homework. Now we out. <laughs> Yo, he's starting the rally. He's starting the campaign. Oh my god. No more homework. No more homework. <laughs> he is fed up. So I want to do the schoolwork let me, let me bring this up here because this goes right with that. Because even as an adult, right, you, uh-huh. hate, you hate homework. And in Portugal, they just passed a new labor law, which includes a ban on bosses contacting an employee outside working hours. No. Yes. For real? Yeah. So the new labor laws were passed by Portugal's parliament uh, early this month and uh, were introduced following an increase in people working from home because of coronavirus, everything else. Um, The one that didn't pass, though, was giving employees the ability to shut off work devices at the end of working hours. Those laws already exist in Spain and France. When you leave work in, in France... You can take your phone, your computer, everything else, and yeah. literally shut it off. Like, you don't even have to turn it on. Yeah. But au revoir. It, or I'm going to get exactly. me a bag, get some cheese and some wine. Exactly. Exactly. Because there was a lot of this kid, but only 40 years old or whatever it was. <laughs> no more homework. Exactly. No exactly. more homework. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Sorry. Even Deepa sitting over there, she gave a look like, what the hell's going on? (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) Sorry, Deepa. Come over. Nobody can hear you. You're too far away. Oh, God, you're all hooked up. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. It's like you're in a whole mood today. I'm not in a whole. What is Oh, (laughs) here we go. It is. He has a scarf on today. Yeah. Which I haven't seen him wear, I don't think, ever. 
Like, it's usually the same jacket, but never a scarf. So I saw that, and I was like, oh, Roz is feeling himself today. So the accents are coming out. Everything's coming out. Wow. Roz, what does that mean, Roz is feeling himself today? You feel like, good about yourself. Hey, you feel good yeah. about yourself. Oh. Yeah. That's, why did that sound like a diss to me? No. I you think I, that everything that comes yeah. out of my mouth is an insult towards you. And there's no evidence whatsoever <laughs> to back that up. There's no evidence oh, whatsoever. Oh, good God. Every single DM you've ever brought up that has Ross's name attached to it. But those are people writing in their DMs, not me. Like, I'm reading them. That's it. So. Oh, oh, now, okay. I'm clearing okay. myself. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Quick history check you. on yes. the Ross Mocha Show, Deepa. Yeah. Yes. Is that throughout and it was only like within the past couple of years that he stopped wearing scarves every single day but for the longest time for years on years on years Roz would wear every season of the year every single day of the week would come in here with a different scarf what how many Uh, scarves do you own I have two wire cube cages that are about a foot and a half by a foot and a half by a foot and a half uh, full of scarves and then two separate drawers full of scarves. Oh, wow. I Like, realistically, like, like how many scarves do I own? Mm-hmm. And no joke. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Some I've inherited from Catherine because Catherine has great taste in scarves as well. Some are ours, some are mine, some are hers. But I think in total, like, if you asked me realistically, how many scarves do I have access to on a daily basis? Is this interesting to anyone? Um, but if you ask me, <laughs> if you, I don't know. Well, I don't know. But you, I will you, say, listen, though, you're very passionate. Did somebody passionate. say scarf? I'm like Shem. Oh, does somebody want me to sing? I'm so not prepared. Um, <laughs> God, don't put me on the sp- don't, 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 don't put now. me on the spot about like this again, guys. About Excuse singing. Oh, uh, <laughs> listen, if it's me that's getting it, it's you that's getting it too, buddy. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going down alone. <laughs> Okay. 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 But anyway, um, so if you ask me how many scarves do I have access to, I would say on a daily basis I have access to anywhere between fifty and sixty different scarves. Wow. Yeah. Easily. 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 And that's not including including the kerchiefs where you just tie a little knot off the side like I'm a sailor. Hmm. Right. That's a whole different. Shut up. (laughs) No, I never. (laughs) Did somebody ask me to (laughs) say? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, are we going to let people vent today? Oh, yeah. That was yeah. fun yesterday. Uh, Roz and Mocha's vented moments. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Well, back Backtrack for a second. Uh, we got a call from a guy. So we got somebody who texted us the, the wrong text, right? We, yeah. Which we get those all the time. And it was meant for a friend, and he was just going off. He was venting on, like, a friend's girlfriend, whatever he didn't like. Uh, so we gave him anonymously the opportunity to just come on the show and just vent. We asked no questions. There was no follow-ups, no nothing like that um and we thought that that would be a great way to sort of open it up and let anybody come on this show and just vent right like if you have something that's driving you crazy and you need to get it off your chest and maybe people in your life don't agree with you or they think you're overreacting this is a place for that this is a place for overreacting and uh we won't ask you your name you don't have to give your relation to the person whatever you can just come on the show and vent to as many people this is the most amount of people you're going to get the opportunity uh to vent through now this jabroni on the phone said that we should call it vented moments which yeah. i think is a dumb name no it's 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 real good no it's a dumb name um somebody uh, texted 
925 Love the vented moments. It's not vented <laughs> moments. Somebody else said, call it go off with Razamoka, which uh, I kind of like that one. Somebody uh, just texted and said, call it vent off. Oh, God. Someone said, uh, potential name, Razamoka's Tea Time. No. Uh, uh, another person texted and said, call the segment Kiss and Tell. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Hi, Razamoka. I just called in to vent. Oh, okay. So we don't want your name. Um, okay. we're, we're so uh, Mocha is leaning towards um, vented moments, which mm. I think is a stupid name. I kind of love it though. Okay, so this is, uh, like we said, if you have something that you just need to get off your chest, something that you need to vent, where maybe you can't do it to your boss or your family, your friends, or you want to remain anonymous, uh, maybe because it's a very unpopular opinion you have, but if you want to just vent anonymously to a great number of people, we will allow you to do that on this show. (laughs) I am just calling because sometimes being a mom sucks. <laughs> go okay. on, go on. My daughter has been sick for about two weeks now. Oh no! I'm unable to take another day off of work, so I had to take her to my mom's this morning. Go on. Um, to make it a little bit better, my boss at work is my dad. I work for my dad's company. Go on. So if I were to even fake it, oh. I couldn't get away with it. Oh no! Here we go. Here we go. He didn't sleep at all last night. I am exhausted. I got an extra shot of espresso in my coffee this morning. And to top it all off, McDonald's forgot to put ketchup in my hash brown bag. <laughs> oh, no. Can't support you on the ketchup thing. You know me. I, you know, I, I, you were, I was with you right up until the ketchup thing. Now I think you deserve all the horribleness your day has dished out to you. Oh, no. But no judging. But no judging. But no judging. <laughs> Well, thank okay, you very much for that vented moment. Dress. That was a very thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thanks for going off with Roz and Mocha. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should keep that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have a good day. Thanks, you guys too. Bye. Bye, love. Hi, Roz and Mocha's vented moments. No, it's not. Oh, uh, Roz and Mocha's kiss and tell. <laughs> no, it's not that either. Uh, Raz and Mocha's uh, spill the tea. No, it's no. Seductive hellos. Okay, That's what it was yeah. Before. Okay, what's up, Holmes? My, my brother's girlfriend. She acts like she's an Instagram girl. Keeps posting all the designer on social media, and little do we know it's fake. And I keep call, trying to call them out. She don't got it like that. Walking around with posting five thousand dollar bags and fourteen thousand dollar Cartier bracelets just really grinds my gears, man. Wait, but does she own that stuff? No, it's fake. Oh, oh, it's, oh, she's okay. Gotcha. So bag, Alibaba.com. She, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so you're, is this your brother's girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. your brother's girlfriend's flexing hard on Instagram with her Gucci bag and Fendi this and Fendi that, but she's really an Alibaba girl. Yes. Alibaba.com. AliExpress. She, she probably got the app on home screen. <laughs> <laughs> you look closely and there's three C's in that Gucci name. Oh yeah. Oh no. So you, you've called her out on it. Yeah, I've called, I've called him out. I've called her out on it. You know, people get upset, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to keep people honest. Why does this bother you so much? Is it because she's being dishonest and she's associated with your brother? No, no, it's not about that. Like, I mean, you know, whatever it is, what it is. They want to do what they want to do. That's all good. What bothers me is, you know, that you're posting all the stuff. You don't actually have the money for it. I, I don't care if you buy fake stuff, but just don't post it and act like as if you got it because wow. you don't. Wow, you're really bothered. I like this. I like this. (laughs) That was a great vented moment. Way to go off with (laughs) Razamoka. Team Peloton, gang, gang. (laughs) Later, dude. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Yeah. Roz and Mocha's vented moments are no, taken off. No, stop. Bro. Please don't make that stick. Please. That's what she said. Stop. The don't. texts. You can't say texts, that stuff when Deep is in the room, okay? The texts are rolling <laughs> The poor girl's not going to come back. <laughs> Deepa like that joke. You like that joke. Say you like that joke, Deepa. Okay. Like the joke. Yeah, great. Okay. So the working title right now for the segment is Razamoka's Vented Moments. And this was created not like in a meeting. This was created on the radio uh, live, which is giving people the opportunity to just come on the show. You can be anonymous and just vent. Like if you don't have people in your life that you can vent to, maybe they're the ones that you want to vent about and you just have this thing that you need to get out and you want it maybe to be validated or you just want somebody to know how you feel. We will give you the show uh, and our audience, which is quite large, uh, to have your say and just get it off your chest. Yes. And uh, you don't like the name Vented Moments, no, which I, was suggested. No, I quite dislike the name Vented Moments. A lot of people actually like the name who are texting <sighs> oh, in. That's a stupid name. I'm going to read to you before, so somebody's waiting on hold right now. Okay. Okay, we'll get yeah. to that person in a second. Can Thank I read you. to you some suggestions that we're getting? Yes. Uh, call it Razamoka's Venties. No. <laughs> Somebody said, call it Razamoka, vent to me. No. More than one person suggested calling it Roz and Mocha's ventilation. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, no. Listen, you guys, just leave the naming and the, all that stuff up to us, okay? Somebody else said, you're overthinking it. Call it No Questions Asked. Oh, God. Okay. Why not call it Roz and Mocha's Get Vent? <laughs> okay. Stop. 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 <laughs> This is why I hate uh, brainstorm. Sorry, this is why I hate uh, idea ideating. What do they call that? What's a stupid name? Ideating. Ideating. This is why I hate ideating. Um, oh, where was it here? There was one. Somebody else said, uh, "I really do like kiss and tell." Kiss and tell. Uh, oh, stir the pot with Roz and Mocha. Stir the pot. My my, the only suggestion from the audience that came in that I actually like is go off with Roz and Mocha. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. that. I don't mind that. But my God, if this thing becomes vented moments, like I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. If, Since people talk really about don't. jerks, call it jerk. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to read that what are they one. Say? No, I'm not. I'm not going to read that one. Was can there we, was there OFF in there? Yeah. 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 Can we just go to the phone, Come on please? Now. Yeah. Uh, line one. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, Good. welcome to uh, Rosamoka's vented moments. No, it's not. Sorry to meet this way, but I need to vent about my neighbor from hell. Oh, go, go, you oh go. Oh my God, I put up an eight-foot fence. I, I, you know, I have three young girls. These neighbors move in. They have no kids. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but he put up cameras on his vehicles and stuff. That's fine. He's like, you have kids. They throw rocks. I'm like, my kids have never destroyed anyone's property. Thank you. So every morning when I'm out there, either shoveling, leafing, whatever, he's in his garage watching me from his camera because <laughs> he put it on the shared space. So we have eight feet in between two gates, my gate and his gate. I said, Walter, can you put your get your camera behind your gate? That way, if anyone breaks into your property, you won't creep my girls out coming in and out of the yard with their girlfriends and their little bathing suits. Please don't do so. He's like, you're just a crazy Italian. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're just a manja cake. So I'm sorry I had to let that go. Wow. This, okay. is what, this is what we do. I love Canadians. I love Canadians. I'm married to a munja cake. He's my little munja cake. <laughs> and he doesn't even do that. 
right? But this guy's a quack, man. He doesn't even go to work. <laughs> he sits in his garage looking at cameras. What go on. For? Go on. Go on. <laughs> no one asked him to sit in his garage and look at cameras. Yeah. Who asked yeah. him to police, move next to you and your family? Him. Yeah. During COVID, he had his crazy sister over from <laughs> Toronto. Yeah. It was supposed to be on lockdown. Girl. She came over here. He put up a f- excuse my language, no a fence on the driveway and split the driveway, oh. which you shouldn't have with no locates. Okay, no permit, no locate. Mm, so she comes over, she puts down upside down crosses Ugh. and starts yelling, you're a witch, you're a witch, while I'm getting my kids from school. <laughs> so I then went in my garage, yeah. pulled out my straw broom, because it was around Halloween. Uh-huh. So I pulled out my straw broom and yes, I went out did. there. With some salt, and I put a big pentagram on my driveway. There no, you go. didn't. Good for you. I go, there you go, Walter. Go to church. I don't know what's wrong with you and your sister. Go away. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Okay, what you doing, Walter? Yeah, that's, we can't say the man's name. <laughs> oh, she said it twice. I know, she said I know. We can't do it, though, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Hey, listen. Everybody has a dog named Wally. That's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, this is why that's... we do this. If, if uh, again, wow. if, again uh, if you have anything that you just need to get off your chest and vent. Yes, uh, I this show is the place to do it. Okay. I did. I tried. I, no, I, you, I, you, you, you succeeded spectacularly. That was quite the vented moment. Oh, God, stop it. Oh, well, hey, you want to talk about jabronis? Us Italians know what they are. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> right? Yes, ma'am. Have a good day. Take care, guys. Love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, Catherine, uh, my uh, life partner, the love of my life just texted and she has a name so you want to go with what mocha rosin mocha's vented moments right um uh, and i like go off with rosin mocha that's my favorite uh name for from the fans we've gotten hundreds of uh suggestions oh god somebody said deep deep decompression Kath, Catherine said Catherine suggested hot vent <laughs> Somebody said call it call it Rosamoka's smooth cool vent. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna go with hot vent before I go with smooth cool vent, you jabronis. Uh anyway, what this is is uh we oh, will hand man. our show over to you because sometimes you have a life where you just can't complain. And sometimes it's because your life maybe from the outside looks too good and you just don't feel that you have a place to complain because one, nobody's gonna think you're serious, or two, they're gonna tell you to shut up. Um but if you have something that you just need to get off your chest and vent, no questions asked. We won't even ask you your name. Uh, you can just call us up or shoot us a text and we'll just give you the platform, give you the show. Yeah. I will agree that yeah. we are not because we're still getting people. Okay. And I, I don't know if this is a troll job now because yeah. we mentioned it once. But yeah. We're still people. We still have people suggesting the name. Yeah. <laughs> ventilation. <laughs> no, uh, no, people. Stop with that. Okay. Um, Go and live your lives. Somebody and don't said, worry uh, about that. "Here's a suggestion: yeah. venti soy latte with <laughs> two extra pumps." <laughs> okay, stop it. Stop. Just would you stop reading these, please? Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> I don't know if that's a suggestion or they're trying to make a, no, a, a coffee order at Starbucks. I know, but I would like you to stop reading the dumb ones because that only en- encourages people. Okay. This is me. This is what I use this show for, by the way. Every <laughs> single day, right. Is venting. Rosamoka's ventilator. Um, <laughs> oh. Hey, it's Razamoka. How's it going? Not too much. I'm happy to be on here going off with you guys. I really like that show. You, uh, I've been you, listening to uh, a long time. You got something you need to get off your chest you need to vent yes. about? Yes, I have sister-in-laws from hell. Uh, <laughs> a couple years back, uh, my brother was going out with a plus-size model. 
she was going online and uh, texting my other sister-in-law through some fake numbers, telling her that she's going to ruin her wedding, all this bunch of stuff. Uh, long story short, the other sister-in-law then started to do stuff to my wedding. Uh, when my wedding was coming up, it was about uh, two years ago when this started. Uh, she found out that she was not one of the bridesmaids because yeah. uh, what my wife's family does is they have kids. Yeah. They have the kids in the wedding party. So I explained this to her. I called her as soon as I found that out. Um, she started swearing at me, telling me that I'm a loser. She doesn't want to come to my wedding. <laughs> From that point on, uh, it was go time for her. Yeah. She was trying her best to uh, ruin our wedding. Uh, she wouldn't respond when we try and set up dates to go dress shopping, to go dress shopping for her daughter. Uh, when my wife apologized, uh, we didn't get a response for over a month. Oh, no. And I had to tell my brother, uh, you know, like, hey, we reached out. What's going on here? Like, <laughs> we're trying to sell things. We're trying to apologize for everything that's going on. Yeah. Uh, she didn't have it. She uh, still has not acknowledged her wrongdoings. Uh, I haven't talked to my brother in about three months now. Whoa. After our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just Sucks, a whole man. bunch of stuff. Damn, we, I would reach out, and apparently I was making everything worse somehow <laughs> when I was reaching out, trying to make things right. I, yeah, I kept yeah. on somehow doing wrong things. Bro. Man, being on the radio telling millions of people across the country ain't going to help the situation at all, dog. Yeah. Do you guys have any advice? What, what no, man, I do this to, isn't uh, FML. We say yeah. nothing. <laughs> you want That's a different real? segment. You want something fixed. You write, you, you write us to fix my life. Oh, my goodness. You, you, you yeah. don't get, you don't get this, advice during this. At this point, you are on your own, yeah, sir. Yeah, man. If you want oh, to get advice, get in line. <laughs> I need lots of advice. No, this is all you. Yeah, this is a you problem right now, dog. <laughs> we just give you the platform. Yeah. Thank you so much for being part of Ross and Mocha's Vented Moments. Stop it. No problem, guys. Love the show. Have a good day. Later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There was that great clip not too long ago, uh, this comedy bit that these two people put together where it was two people flirting with each other using only corporate speak. Right? Hey, yeah, Natalie from accounting. Hi, do I know you? Chad from sales. Not to be like weird or anything, but you've low key been an action item on my list for a while now. And I was wondering if maybe like you could get a line sometime, maybe sync up. Oh my gosh, I'm flattered. I just don't really have the bandwidth right now. I'm about to pivot back to HQ. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, totally not best practices by me. You know, a lot of moving parts. No, no, no. I really do appreciate you reaching out. Just a lot of roadblocks at the moment. What if we put a pin in this and circle back next week? Yeah, we could totally punt this next week if you have capacity. I can make Tuesday work, then we can touch base. Maybe even drill down. Was that like a innuendo or something? Because I would love to unpack your pain points. I'm looking yeah. for kind of an all-in-one product, <laughs> something that can scale with me. Well, that's good news because I'm agile. Great, I look forward to ideating. <laughs> oh God, ideating your pain points. That's a whole. That's a brand new one, man. Yeah. Pain points. Uh, so th- I found this, which is um, uh, if you want to sound more confident at work. Uh, avoid these words and phrases because they make you sound weak. So they give you examples of what people say, and then they give you alternatives of what to say instead. Oh, okay. Uh, So instead of saying uh, in an email, uh, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. They offer, uh, what are your thoughts? Or I'd like your input on this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I say that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Instead of saying, uh, I think this would, say, I believe this would. Okay, Okay, then. Okay, a little twist right there. Makes you sound less weak. Uh, instead of saying, I'm not positive, but don't say that. Just say whatever you were going to say after the but. <laughs> okay. What? You know what I mean? So if you're about to say, I'm not sure, but yeah, don't say the, don't I'm say, not I'm sure, not sure, but. but just say everything else you were going to say after the, after, but. after the, but 
Uh, instead of saying needless to say, mm-hmm. they recommend saying nothing at all. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? Instead of saying in my opinion, uh-huh. they recommend saying nothing at all. Oh, wow. Instead okay. of saying for what it's worth. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They recommend saying nothing at all. Oh. Instead of saying, if you know what I mean, uh-huh. they recommend saying nothing at all. <laughs> so basically don't communicate with people you work with? Basically stop saying, needless to say, in my opinion, for what it's worth and if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> okay? Because those are all killers of uh, you in an email going to make you sound weak apparently. Which apparently it's going to be pretty I read those things day. in emails all the time. Yeah. All the time. I've never thought of those people as weak until now. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ed Sheeran's wife, Cherry, mm-hmm. almost lost her engagement ring. But not only did she almost lose her engagement ring, she almost lost her engagement ring in Toronto. Okay. She almost lost her engagement ring mm-hmm. at a Toronto strip club. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Ed Sheeran and his now wife went to a strip club? No, 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 no. Ed Sheeran's wife went to a strip club. Listen to Ed Sheeran tell the story. Now that's a f***ing story, right? So I don't, oh man, she's going to hate that I'm saying all this stuff. So I don't go to, I don't go to like strip clubs and, and, and stuff like that. I think that's a bad, a bad look for, for me. I don't, that's not, I, I don't want to be pictured out at, at something like that. I write songs from the heart about relationships that I've had with girls and I just don't, I just, I, I don't have a problem with anyone doing that. It's just not something that I want to do. Uh-huh. But my friends like going. So we're in Toronto and they go, we're going out to strip, my cherry's there, we're going out to strip club and I'm like, cool guys, I'm peacing out, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some sleep, go back to the hotel. Um, and, that's, and that's where she lost it. In a script club? Yeah, and uh, and I remember and I remember no. ringing up and man, this is a, this is a, this is a nice ring. I remember I remember ringing up the morning after, and sort of like halfway through the conversation, realizing how stupid it's sounding. Hey guys, if you find an engagement ring, can you get? Do you know what? Don't, 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 don't no. I just knew it was it was lost, but it turned out she'd fallen asleep on the couch in the hotel, and it was. Down, down oh. side of it, so we found it. Oh, right? <laughs> so she didn't actually lose no, the ring lost in the strip club. It. No, she lost it in the couch. What if your would Jen, What if your buddies were all like, "Dog, hey no. Jenna, let's go." Jenna would not go, right? No, no, no. no. Hey no, Deepa, no. come here for a second. Uh oh. Yes. If all your husband's friends said, "Hey, we're no. going," you would not go. <laughs> <laughs> They've tried. My yeah. brothers oh, they tried. Have, my brothers have tried to get you to go. No, not me. Like the law oh. to go. Oh. I would never go. So did the law go? No, he did not. Right before we got married, um, they're like, "Oh my gosh, we have to have like a bachelor party." And my brother's like, "You know, like let's spend a weekend together." I'm like, "I don't trust you two idiots oh. with my soon-to-be husband." So because oh. you thought that they were gonna take him, hundred percent they would. Yeah, I know for a fact that that's exactly <laughs> what they would have done. And I'm like, you two. Stay away Wait from him, okay? Wait a second, him, okay? you, you kiboshed the bachelor party? I did. Like, okay, he did. <laughs> what he wanted to do for his bachelor party. Oh, here we go, yeah. Was yeah. just go to a cottage. And I was like, I fully support that. Oh, and then have the girls come there. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay. No. Sorry, 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 sorry. Guys sorry. only. Sorry. Friends only. No, her mind is going now. Like, I know. Hold on, hold on, wait a cottage? second now. You know, like, ever, ever so often I'd be like, hey, so how's it going? Do you want to send me a picture? Oh, I'm like, what are you guys doing? And did he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, he did. It was just oh. like, we're at the beach. 
We're in our sleeping bag. Okay, hold on. Sleeping We're bags. in our sleeping bags. <laughs> the man is on his bachelor party and you wanted pictures of him alone in his sleeping bag? You know. Deepa. Deepa, 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 Deepa. What? <laughs> oh, my God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Kevin from uh, The Office wrote a book about The Office. Oh, sick. And one of the big sort of revelations in it was that in season eight, you don't remember how far you got in the office, do you? No, I got pretty far though. You did? Yeah. Close to the end. I didn't watch the entire last season. So one of the big revelations in the book was that the plan was to have Jim cheat on Pam. I remember that episode. And he was going to go through with it. Like it was going to be an affair. And John Krasinski put his foot down and refused to shoot it. Uh, John Krasinski. So Kevin from accounting in the office. <laughs> uh, he's got a podcast. One of two office podcasts that I listen to. You listen to two office podcasts? Li- every now and then I'll listen to Office Ladies. Which is Pam, is Pam and, and Angela. Angela. Yes. Right. And then Brian Baumgartner, who is Kevin yes. in accounting. He has his own called The Office Deep Dive. Oh, wow. And really making a life of it, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, big time. Yeah. So John Krasinski was actually on an episode recently, and they brought up this exact same scene because Jim had gone on a trip. I think it was Florida. Like Florida, yeah. yes. Yeah. And the new receptionist, Kathy, she was kind of feeling Jim from like even like in the office. And yes. she ended up Oh, on this. I know. We just watched those episodes. You just watched it. Okay. Yes. So they're in the hotel room. Uh-huh. And I think Jim wants to watch like basketball. And she's like, yeah, I'll watch it. And she's in a robe. Yeah. And then I think. She's in the bed. She's in the bed. Snuggles yes. up with him. And then doesn't he move to the floor? And then she moves to the floor? Or was it the other way around? No. And then what wound up happening was that I think that he um, had to get uh, Dwight to come in. And he told Dwight that they had bed bugs. And then Dwight started spraying for bed bugs. And then he sprayed her. Yes. And and she left. So ironically, so this is so weird, okay? I'm such a nerd. Kevin from The Office. Yes. Who also does his podcast. Yes. John John Krasinski is in this episode of this podcast. I'm going to play you this clip. Please. I find out, and everyone else will find out. Yes. Kevin from The Office directed that episode. Interesting. Okay, go ahead. Also, we were, what, in season five or six by the time that I was in that motel with that other girl and stuff like that. And that's the only time I remember putting, whatever, put my foot down, not really. But I remember I got, that was the only time I was very much against because he was saying, you're going to actually make out with her in this scene. And That was the episode I directed. Yes. And I don't remember, it might have been an earlier version about you guys making out but i remember i I, that was the only time we had like a it was like a bad negative moment but i remember being in a room and it was like i i remember finding myself kind of saying things that i never thought i'd say before like i'm not gonna shoot it yeah i was i remember paul lieberstein was in the room he was like no you you will do it not in an aggressive way but it was like he saw the benefit of doing it and i remember saying to greg there is a threshold with which you can push our audience they are so dedicated. We have shown such great respect to them. There's a level of messing with them that you've done, like in a great way. I mean, like you've messed with them by the whole kiss happening too early. And I think there's a moment where if you push them too far, they'll never come back. And I think that if you show 
Jim to be cheating, they'll never come back. So here's the interesting part. When he was talking about the um, the boss, Paul Paul Lieberstein. Paul Lieberstein, who he was arguing with, who was the co-showrunner, Paul Lieberstein was Toby. Toby Flinderson. And Toby always had a thing for Pam. Pam. <laughs> right? So that was him trying to leverage. So in real life. Yeah. Leverage his <laughs> own personal feelings towards Jenna Fisher, a.k.a. Pam Beasley. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Such nerds, man. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is. My question is. Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Matthew, what's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you guys? Good. good. What is, uh, what's going on in your world? Why did you reach out to Razamoka to help fix your life? So hear me out. I'm sitting on this gold mine, but I have no idea how to code my app. So you wrote this. Uh, hey, Razamoka. So I came up with a brilliant idea for an app, but I hit a roadblock. I never coded a day in my life, and I don't have the money to outsource or know anything about building an app. I spent hours building the interface, and now I don't know what to do. Should I give up on becoming the next Mark Zuckerberg, or should I learn how to code before someone steals my idea? How long have you had this idea for, Matthew? So so when I say goldmine, I don't mean that I'm looking out for money. I came up with this idea on a random day. I was just sitting down and a necessity came to my mind, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I, this could be an app. Every, everything okay. you think about one day could become an app. But how long so, ago? How long ago? At least a year. It's, it's a year. At least a year. Now, yeah. in the market right now, are there other apps that are similar to your idea, or did you draw inspiration from, from anywhere else? So so there was no inspiration from anyone else. Uh, however, the interface that I put together is a collaboration of a whole bunch of different social media apps that I've taken a look at. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about, man. Uh, okay, so what kind of app is it? What is it like? Like you don't have to be specific, but what what is it? How is it going to make my life easier? Well, you guys would be, would definitely be using it because it's specific for giveaways. Specific for giveaways, like about like a prizing app. Correct. I'm not saying anything else. Oh other my god! Than that. Here we go. You're building the <laughs> idea. Unless you want, unless you want to sign an NDA. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I signed nothing with you, Matthew. <laughs> okay. I, so okay. So you don't code, right? I do not. You no. have no money to outsource for the coding. Correct. You... Have you talked to anybody else about it? So I have. I've gotten some quotes. Uh, they range from about fifty grand to about a hundred grand, uh, depending on how specific I want to get with the app. Okay, and, and and I foresee it being really complicated. And then, what is your uh, what's what would be the budget to then promote the app? Um, I, I really haven't thought about that much because mm, you're looking probably more than the actual coding budget. Correct. Right. Um, okay. So, uh, geez, man, I I don't know. I don't. You won't even tell me what the app is. I don't know. I I don't know anything about this stuff. Um, but uh, we have Amber Mack on the phone. Amber Mack, of course, best-selling author, award-winning podcaster, and uh, all-around tech expert. She's been listening to this conversation. Amber, can you help this guy out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it sounds like uh, he has an exciting idea in place. I think there are really two options. Although you may have gotten quotes from some uh, bigger development companies. You could check out a service like Fiverr, and that's with two R's, and that would allow you to potentially find a developer at a much lower price. Or maybe you go and take a, a course on Udemy, which um, I just checked this morning. You can take a course for about 20 bucks. 
It's about 30 hours long just to understand more about the coding process and even potentially teach yourself. Awesome. Now, Amber, does this idea of like a prizing app sound appealing to you? Like, what do you think the, is there a market for this? Well, it's really hard to say. I mean, I used to host a show called App Central, so we reviewed uh, hundreds and hundreds of apps. So at the end of the day, there could be a market for it. But I think you really hit the nail on the head when you said when you're developing an app, it's all about marketing. You know, some companies spend about uh, 40% of their initial budget on marketing alone across social media and the web. You really have to have a strong budget in play when it comes to actually marketing your app once it's built. So it's sort of a staged process. And before we let you go, uh, Amber, the likelihood, everybody who has sat down to say, I'm developing an app, every single one of them thinks that it's a billion-dollar idea because otherwise, why would you do it, right? You have to go in with that mindset. What are the, what's the actual likelihood of turning an idea into a multi-million dollar app? Honestly, it's probably uh, one in a million. I don't want to discourage anyone from pursuing their dreams. But at the end of the day, when you talk about any type of development work with technology, it's a really intense process. You need a lot of money. So you have to be prepared for what's ahead. We all have ideas, but it's about executing and putting them into action. And when you say a lot of money, you mean the those big, giant, successful apps that we all use um, started from not people who didn't know how to code and you know got discount coding that they purchased online. These are designed by people who have money to spend, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why maybe one route is to go out and try to find an investor if you have a really good business plan or join one of the tech incubators that help to fund uh, startups. So I think it has to be a, a bigger plan. You can't really do this alone. You need to have a, a small team behind you. Yeah. Matthew, you ever watch that show, uh, Silicon Valley? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Oh, Bro! Dude! Come on Yo, now. you want to make an app? Bro, I'm telling you, watch Silicon Valley. Like, the, the, the group of guys basically uh, are, are you as one person where they have this idea for an app and they come together and to what Amber was saying, they get involved in an incubator where somebody is helping to fund what it is that they're trying to come up with. Yeah, um, It is a, a very long, long process. But, but developing Pied Piper is very different than developing Not a Hot Dog. <laughs> um. <laughs> God, I love that show so much. I uh, hope that helps, Matthew. I, th- I appreciate it, guys. Right All on, right, dude. Man, uh, you take care. And, uh, Amber, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Everything okay at home with you, Deepa? Yeah. You what? came in today <laughs> like you had just moved out of the house. What are you talking you about? You had six bags with you. I had one, uh, no, two bags. Two, two no, full. You, had, you look like, like three bags. You looked like you were helping a friend move. No. Yeah. It's two hold bags. Up both your, go get both your bags and hold them up right now. Guys. No, 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 no. Yeah. And then the other one and the other one. Okay. Hold those up right now. There's two bags. Oh my God, those are heavy okay. As hell. Look, that <laughs> nobody brings that to work. You, you honestly, mean? honestly, Deepa. Okay, I'm only asking um, because I'm concerned because it looks like somebody comes to work. Okay, with that much luggage, yeah, looks like there's problems at home. No, uh, did you have to sleep in your car last night? No. Are okay. you sure? Did you sleep I at a friend's house last no, night? I did, did you not. Everything is okay did at home. Sleep? Did you sleep in this building last night? I did not. What sleep is in, in those? Building. What is in those? It's my gym stuff. This, I have, like, my work stuff, my wallet, and my hairbrush. Where is my hairbrush? Oh, here it is! <laughs> <laughs> What's so special about the hairbrush? 
What this is, is that? This is my Princess Jasmine hairbrush. Oh, for God. How long have you I had that everywhere. since you were a kid? Oh, can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. 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 You, how old are you now? Hold that up 20... again, Deepa. Hold that up again. Five now? You're 26? You I'm just 26. turned 26. Okay. So you've had that Disney Princess Jasmine hairbrush. Uh, so 26 in the 90s. Uh, 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 you've had that since you were like five years old. I'm going to say. 20 years. Oh. You yeah. had that brush for 20 years. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna cut you <laughs> okay. a little bit. I'm going to cut you a little bit and say that you've had it for 18 years. No. 18? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How long have you had the hairbrush? <laughs> who's got- wait, wait. Who's closer? Who's closer? Wait, what did you say? 18? 18. He said, said 20 years. 20? I said like 20. And again, you are a grown woman with a Princess Jasmine hairbrush. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's my brush of choice, actually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how long you had that hairbrush? <laughs> Last year. Shut up. That was my brother's Christmas gift to me. I opened it. How old is your brother? Six? My brother's 34. <laughs> oh, my God. Deepa. What? That was his choice for You're- me. 34-year-old brother is buying you a Disney princess <laughs> hairbrush yes. for his 26-year-old sister? Yes. Is your brother the kind of guy that, like, needs a lot of help with No. Things? No? <laughs> no? Okay. I don't know. I don't I know. I loved it. I opened yeah. it out yeah. of all my Christmas presents last year. I was like, oh, my God, I love it. I almost, like, shed a tear. Right. It was a beautiful moment. And he's like, I knew I knew my sister. And right. I was like, yeah, you do. We're learning so much about Deepa. So first, there's wow. two, two things if you take away anything from this week with uh, Deepa on the show. Uh, Princess Jasmine hairbrush. That yep. is a new Princess Jasmine, Jasmine hairbrush. Yes. Uh, also, separate blankets in bed with her husband. Yeah. So just if you know anything about Deepa, just put those two okay. things put those two things together. Oh right? My God. Put, those, put those two things together. Yeah, it paints, it paints a picture. I don't see any picture being painted. Okay. All right. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Rock's sitting down doing an interview with uh, Esquire magazine and clearing up a rumor from a few years back. And that rumor was that when The Rock is working out, because mm. he's like just so into it, gets so busy in yeah. the gym. And time is precious. Time is precious. Precious Mocha. You, when you are look at the rock's right. schedule. He is busy from the time his eyes open <sighs> to when he is closed. So he's got to fit in that workout any time he can. But the one thing, apparently, according to the rumor, that the rock doesn't have time for when he's working out is going to the bathroom. And the rumor was that when the rock is working out and he's got to go, mm-hmm. he pees in water bottles. No, he doesn't. So here's the rock clearing up that rumor with Esquire. Well, yeah, the headline is actually true. I do oh, pee no. in my water bottles, but oh, let me on. let me give context <laughs> to that. <laughs> my man. Because oh. <laughs> everyone's leaning in now to what this means. It's not uh, a water bottle that I've actually purchased solely for water that you wash and you clean when you're done using it. Um, these are just bottles that I'm no longer using. And usually the gyms that I work out in don't have a bathroom because they're the iron paradise that... There's no bathroom there. It's just hot, sweaty, and dirty. I usually stay pretty hydrated. I need to go to the bathroom a lot. Not a lot, but probably a couple of times uh, during every workout, I have to go to the bathroom. So break out the bottle. Okay, hold on. I I, 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 I know what that's like. The Rock, with the amount of money that you have. Yes, sir. Right? And I know you have your gyms that you get brought and built yes. in and around on set wherever it is that you're staying when you're filming a movie. Yes. Spend a little extra and get a porta potty. No, ain't nobody got time for that, man. That's why you need daddy's little helper. That Which empty is what bottle. You have. Yes. Empty Gatorade bottle. Yeah, I'm not car. saying he uses a water bottle. I use a Gatorade bottle. Right. You know what the difference is, right? 
Just saying. You have a weaker bladder. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Let's move on. <laughs> Damn, son. Uh, Paris- sounds like you just check yourself into the SmackDown <laughs> Hotel. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, that dating game is tough these days, huh? It is tough. Um, when Even when you're the most swiped person, most swiped woman on Tinder. So in 2019, uh, Eliana Silver was crowned. She made it to the top 30 and then the top 15 of the most swiped people on Tinder. And it's still hard to find love. Eliana, are you there? Yeah. How are you? It's Ron Zamoka. I'm good. How are you? Good. good. So the headline that we just read here getting into this is an absolute incredible sort of, I don't know, modern day love story. How did you become one of the most swiped women on Tinder? Um, I'm not sure, actually. It just <laughs> happened, I guess. I didn't even know about it until I was told. Like, how, how long after you started, like you got on Tinder were you then made aware that you were the most swiped? So the whole thing about the most right swipes is people who swipe on me, not vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really use it too much. I didn't really swipe on it too much. Um, But I guess people found something they liked in my profile. So, yeah, that was my question. Was there anything kind of like salacious or thirsty? Like, what were your picks like? Um, I wouldn't say they were salacious or thirsty. They were just regular pictures. I mean, one of the things I notice a lot in the UK, especially on Tinder, is that a lot of people tend to use Snapchat filters on their pictures. And I didn't have any of that. My pictures were more, more natural and just, I think that, probably stood out a bit it was a bit different from everyone else's like do you because i don't know tinder at all like were you realizing that like your notifications for people swiping right on you were just kind of out of control so i actually you you can only see that if you have tinder gold and i didn't have tinder gold uh, that's so like a i premium had no one, right? idea so you didn't even know no i didn't know and then after i uh, after i was i was contacted about the cosmopolitan feature um they gifted me tinder gold for life Um, which is quite ironic because I didn't really use Tinder too much after that, but I did have Tinder gold and I could see that I just get thousands and thousands of swipes every day. So how many do you know, like, uh, is there a grand total of like how many swipes you were getting once you became a member of Tinder gold in the first like day, for example, that I had Tinder gold, it, it said 9,099 plus so that was it it didn't show any more than that and then it just kind of kept going up i suppose so out of all the people who swiped on your picture did you go through them did you talk to anybody was there anyone that you were interested in how many dates did you go on what was your experience like after so i only really went on four tinder dates um and two of them were really bad um but i didn't use it too much and then after the feature i just I just didn't use it too much either just because of of other stuff in my life. And it it just, I I don't know. I really don't know why. It just wasn't attractive to me anymore. So we're talking to uh, Eliana Silver, who was one of the most swiped women on Tinder. Uh, And did sugar daddies come after you at all? Yeah. So I would get a lot of 
um, I usually get a lot of DMs through Instagram because obviously if you don't match with someone on Tinder, they can't message you. They go find um, But you. I get a lot of DMs on Instagram from people saying, I saw your Tinder profile. Oh, God. Um, and I was wondering if you're looking for a sugar daddy. And I oh, probably no. got like, I got so many of those. Um, and a lot of them were like younger people as well. It was, it was really, really weird. And did and you reply to them? Also, just be like, get away from me, creep? Or did you block them or just like ignore them completely? I just, I just ignored them. You know, they would come up in like my message request and I'd ignore them. I also mm. got people asking for pictures of my feet and stuff. Oh, God. There's so many weirdos, weirdos man. So, so many weirdos. After all this time, Jesus. then, and all this attention, you had to have found love. Like, did you, did things work out in your favor? So, actually, it's a funny story because I am with someone. I've been with my boyfriend for a year now. Hey! And I, so it Yeah, works. and I met him. And I met him completely in person, offline. Oh, God. No Tinder, no dating apps. If oh, this, hold on a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You are one of the most swipe women on Tinder. You now have a boyfriend. You went on Tinder looking for a relationship. You found a relationship in real life, but not on Tinder. Yeah, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? But um, I was just after after the whole the whole Tinder thing, I just realized I don't think online dating is really for me. So how did you meet him then? So I just I just met him through a friend. Um, this was during old school. Um, after the after the summer of lockdown, COVID, um, and I went back to the UK for my university, and we just had a small kind of get together with some friends. And one of my friends brought some of his friends, and so my boyfriend was one of his friends. <laughs> there are so many people right now, so many women. Where I don't know if this is if this isn't an indictment against uh, finding love on Tinder. I don't know what is. When one of the most swiped women in the entire entire world met her boyfriend through a friend offline <laughs> that like. is insane so you don't use tinder anymore was he ever on on tinder and did he ever come across your photo um no he actually has never had tinder never had any online dating he oh, says wow. he doesn't like it he says he thinks tinder is like shopping for like people at, like you would go to a store and shop her clothes he just doesn't like the idea of it um so he's he doesn't have a big online presence at all he doesn't really use social media too much either um so it is kind of quite kind of interesting um the way we met and how we've been together for so long because so, we're quite different in that sense the big question is uh when you got when you guys decided to be boyfriend girlfriend did you delete tinder yeah of course of you course did. I, I deleted it I deleted it when we first like when we first started speaking and we had been speaking for a while and things started to get serious I, I deleted it um, I would say I wasn't really using it too much before um, because when I'm speaking to a person, I kind of just focus all my energy on that person. What an incredible story. Damn. Yeah. Eliana Silver, one of the most swiped Tinder uh, women on the platform, upwards of 100,000 messages that you were getting within one week. You ended up finding true love, but not through Tinder, through friends at a party, wow. old school style. Wow. That's incredible. Thank you very much for uh, sharing your time on the Raz and Mocha Show with us. Oh, you're welcome. It was nice to be here. <laughs> Have it's a great crazy. day. Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Hello, Shannon. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Where does your story start? Um, I would say it was about 2019. And uh, you're what at the time? Are you single at the time? Are you hooked up at the time? Yes, I was single and I was just going on a dating app. Okay. And uh, how did how was life on a dating app? How did you find it? It was horrible. I think I spent about three years trying to find people on there and they are quite the experience. Uh, was it uh, one app in particular or were you on like multiple? I was on multiple at the time and I found this guy on, um, I believe it was Tinder. Okay. So 
so you matched with somebody and what what made this such a great match um when we when we met up i just hit it off right away with him i just felt like we collect we clicked and we had a connection and i just felt like you know he was kind of like my person right off the bat obviously in a situation like this and why you're on razamoka's hell of a story is that red flags started to appear correct yes okay yes. so what were the red flags so he never wanted to invite me over to his house to hang out it was always come to my city come over to do things around me um never invited me over never wanted me up around his area even though we only lived about 15 minutes apart. Eventually, maybe a couple weeks in, he finally invited me over to his house, so I was really excited. And when I pulled up to the house, there was a for sale sign on the lawn. I questioned him being like, oh, like your house is for sale. And he was just like, oh yeah, I wanna see like what kind of money I can get for my house. Um, so I didn't really question anything about it. Okay, so then you're driving by the house another day and what happened? Yeah, so I'm driving by on my way to work and I see a car in the driveway that I had never seen before, it wasn't his car. So I asked him whose car it was and he just said to me, oh, it's the neighbors. When they wash their car, they park the one in my driveway so they can wash the other one in their driveway. Didn't think anything of this. Okay. You didn't think anything of that? No, I was okay. like, okay. To keep the dry car away from the wet car? <laughs> yes. Right? Okay. Come on, Shannon. Maybe people in townhouses do this. I don't know. Okay, okay. So then what'd you do? We just kept going and kept hanging out. And about three months later, he went MIA. I didn't hear from him, which was not like him because we texted all the time and we hung out quite often. Right. Now I'm starting to be like, okay, where is he? Has something happened to him? Like, I can't get a hold of him whatsoever. So on my way um, to work one day, because I was pa- I have to pass his house on my way to work, I was like, I'm going to stop over. Either he's going to answer this door and we're going to figure this out mm. or something's happened to him. Oh, God. So when I get to the door, the door has one of those windows in it, but it's not clear. You can't see through it. Mm. So when I knock, I see this silhouette behind the window that has long hair. So automatically I'm like why is there a woman answering the door so she answers the door and she's like who are you so I say to her I'm his girlfriend who are you she says I'm his wife (laughs) stop it Shannon (laughs) yes this is the same house where he took you yes oh my god when you were in the house though did you not see anything like give you another red flag as to another person lives in that home let alone a his wife so i'm pretty observant and there was nothing i could see except for in the one bathroom just like the main powder room there was a female deodorant and i asked him and he's like oh i just use that to smell better <laughs> i can relate i yeah. can relate shannon Roz right? Roz does the yes. same thing every now and then yeah. so not not, I, not really yeah. a shocker so what do you do so does do you do you confront the guy so i asked her to go get him so I can confront him, and she says, no, he's sleeping. He's not going to come down. No! Yes. I am not a confrontational person, but I decide I'm going to try and walk in the house. (gasps) So I get, like, a couple feet in the door, and she's like, you need to get out of my house. I decide I'm just going to leave. Do you text him? Do you try and communicate with him after this? What happens? Yes. So I get to work, and I text him telling him, like, this is what happened. You owe me an explanation. And he told me that he owed me no explanation. I had no right to show up at his house. So you guys lose contact for a little while. And then what, he reaches out back to you at some point and says what? So that was a September, the January following. He reaches out to me, DMs me on Instagram and says to me, I just don't understand where we went wrong. (laughs) 
How about the fact that he stepped out on your marriage and he cheated, douchebag? Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so you at this point have a choice to make. You can completely ignore him or you can do the absolute wrong thing, which is uh, get together with him, right? What did you do? Please say so ignore, please say point, ignore, please say ignore, please say ignore. Uh, at that point, I ignored because I wasn't going to entertain this. Oh, but good. a year nice. later, I had second thoughts. A year later? Shannon, yeah. are you listening yes. to yourself and what you <sighs> yes. went through? You sound like my friend. Okay, Shannon, <laughs> so what happened a year later then, love? Uh, so a year later, we you know started hanging out again. I thought maybe things were different. And he tells me that he's going to be a father, um, but that he just, it was a random person that he hooked up with the bar. So me being oh the good person. Oh my god, this story! What the hell? So you being the good person you are, say what? I say that anytime he has the baby, I will help him out with the baby. So you offer to help raise this child that he then had with a random that he met at a bar. What the hell? Oh, I know. I I liked him. I thought maybe something. So what happens next? No, no agreement. He was just kind of didn't really say too much. And then I found out it was the wife. <laughs> okay. Stop everything, everybody, right now. You, Shannon, stop right now. Wow. Shannon, I'm going to ask you again. What the hell? If he if he wrote you again saying, I just don't know where he went so wrong, would you give him another chance? Uh, he did, I think, about a year oh, after that, and Come I ignored him. Come on, Shannon! <laughs> I no, him. he didn't! He did, and I ignore him. Oh, Shannon, uh, I feel like we're one of your girlfriends right now. Uh, I know. Or I just want to, like, lock you in the house for a while <laughs> make sure you don't make any more Girl. mistakes. <laughs> Shannon, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, I think we can, without a doubt, say that that was a hell of a story. Thank you so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So Welcome Taylor Lautner's engaged, huh? Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know he was dating. Yeah. So, uh, Finally got it. But, so do you remember no, when she was engaged to somebody else? Yeah, she's marrying uh, her girlfriend or yeah. her fiance, I guess now. Uh, no, but Taylor Lautner's girlfriend mm-hmm. is Tay Dome. Her full name is Taylor Dome. So Taylor Lautner is marrying Taylor Dome. She's an influencer slash nurse. But this Hold was on. this was the joke that they used to make way back when when um, when Taylor Lautner was briefly with Taylor Swift, which was if they got married, who would keep Taylor? <laughs> Right? Right. But now his no, but soon-to-be wife is also going to be Taylor Lautner. Taylor, yes, she will also be Taylor Lautner. Yes. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but she goes by Tay. Like, if you look everywhere, and I think that they went really, really hard, um, their PR machine, um, to force people to not refer to her as Taylor. Because even in People Magazine, yeah. like, nobody calls her Taylor. The only thing people write about is Tay, but her name is Taylor, right? Yeah, but legally... Illegally, yeah, it's, it's... She'll still be Taylor Lautner. She will still be Taylor Lautner. Yes, absolutely, Maury. This is why one time I dated a Murray just so I could say Maury was dating Murray. That's the only reason I dated Right, but guy. if you dated another Maury, right? Like, it's clear Taylor Lautner is going to be the Taylor in the relationship. Mm-hmm. She will forever be Tay, whether she wants to or not. I, wonder, I know her whole thing is Tay as it is right now. If she changed her last name, right? of course, yes. Now I wonder if, like, behind closed doors at home, 
just yes. for short form if she calls right. him Tay as well. Mm, or does she go by oh, T too? Interesting, interesting. Right. But during the proposal, so I don't know where they were. Maybe it's his, I like to think it's his house because I think that this is as indulgent as I would I would be. Okay. Um, so they're in front of a fireplace, right? Mm. And it's beautiful. Like the pictures look gorgeous, right? Okay. They're in front of a fireplace and above the fireplace in huge like neon letters yeah. just reads Lautner. <laughs> Oh. Over, over the fireplace. Okay. Like, <laughs> hmm. now, would is you, your question, your question is cool like, or tacky is question number one. Uh huh. Okay. Question number two would be like, was it there before or was it made for that specific purpose? That's question number two. And if that is the case, are they leaning into you don't need any other names because they are both Taylor? So the only name you need is Lautner, and then it becomes Taylor and Taylor Lautner with the giant neon sign above I them. I think that neon sign. Yes. First answer the been, question if it's, if it's cool or tacky. Having your own last name in giant neon cool. over your own fireplace. Very cool. You more you say very, very cool. cool. Yeah, no, not uh, You like it? You no, like no, it. No, no, no. I said kind of tacky. Right? Oh, yeah, kinda, I don't like it. Kind of tacky. Like it. I don't like it. But I'm not one to talk because I have how many pictures of just you do you have hanging on your walls in your house? Zero. <laughs> okay, cool. So we won't go there then. Um well no, now answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> How many do you have? Like, there's a couple, but there's one really large one, uh -huh. right? That's the only reason I was bringing that up is because I have one very Wait, don't large. Don't say it's over the fireplace. No, it's over the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it is. No joke. Yeah. yeah and it's like. It's we talked like, about this yeah, on the podcast. It, it's like two and a half by three and a half. Like oh, it's geez. It feels like it's wider than. The, it's bigger than me. It's larger than life size. Of course right? it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's larger. It's larger than life size. So, uh, but anyway, so there's the uh, there's the happy news. Uh, Taylor Lautner, uh, like wrote, the Lautners welcoming you to their wedding. Yeah. So uh, he wrote, uh, and just like that, all my wishes are coming true. And then uh, she shared on uh, on Instagram, my absolute best friend. I cannot wait to spend forever with you. Aww. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, they fired that teacher in Parkdale who showed up to Halloween with blackface. They I did. Don't know huh? How. In current times, a grown-ass person can think no. that, that showing up anywhere in blackface is acceptable. Like, here is my... Also, he had the mask on, right? Do you think... Hey, Sham, can we get in on this for one quick second? So, the teacher, by the way, there was a school... There's a school uh, in uh, on King West in Parkdale. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's around. No, maybe it's a queen. I don't even know where Parkdale Collegiate is. Um, but shout anyway, out to so Parkdale. yeah, shout out to Parkdale. So he shows up in blackface, and it's a like a very varied neighborhood. Like it's a very multicultural neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And um, then immediately, like people take notice of it, and I'm sure it was shocking as hell. And then they tell somebody, and then they send the guy home. And then like weeks later, they sent out a message last night that the teacher's fired for showing up to school in blackface. But he had the mask on, right? Mm -hmm. So, do you think he went like full? Yes. Like, you think so? Oh, you mean like like full, full? Full. Like what was? And this? it was distinct. Like, did you see the picture? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. But I like because I I thought maybe right. Here's my question. Like, because I'm like I'm like you. Who the hell would do that at like a like a school? Right. Uh huh. Right. 
Um, I thought maybe like they cropped in a picture and it was like, and I thought maybe if you zoom out, he was going to have like a Tootsie Roll costume on or something, sure. right? Like something where, where like, you're like, okay, what was still it a really, he was wearing regular clothes. Yeah, it looked like he was just wearing a regular blue dress shirt, yes. right? Yeah. So like the whole, so I, I don't, don't understand what I, the costume was. I don't was. know what the costume because was. Because it was just. It don't get like, me wrong. It was dress shirt. Okay. It was mask, and it was all blackface. Okay. Don't like, don't get me wrong. Okay. Listen. You can't show up to a school. You, you lose cannot. your job when you show up to a school. You do blackface. It's wrong. Everything else. But there's one part of the story that's missing, and that is I don't know what he came as. Yeah. Nobody. And that's the thing. Nobody said. You know. No. Nobody I said. have no idea. What if he oh. went as like a teacher? A teacher. Like a, like, like, like a, I'm a black teacher. Yeah. One day? Like hey, here you go. I'm one of my fellow black teachers. No, there's no way. It's stupid either there's way. Like, no, let's be yeah, no, 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 no. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm. I just don't want to come off like you know. No, you know, no, I hear right? you. Right, but I just the, the problem with all this that I'm having is that I know. don't know what he. <laughs> yeah. I don't know it's, what he was. It's curiosity. Yes, yeah. because I'm curious as well. Yes, because it's it's not so because, insane. Right, yeah. not because I think that. Oh, it'll justify. Hell just no. Out no, of no, curiosity. No, 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 no. No. Still, yes. wrong is wrong. And yes. that man was wrong. Because in order for you to get to the point of where you wake up, and and the thing is, is like it's old school. This is why I said what's going on under that mask. Because oftentimes when people do a character, right? Mm. Like I don't want to, listen, when, when Justin Trudeau was a teacher and he did the Aladdin thing, right? He did everything. Like he did ears, hands, everything. This guy is like old school, just the circle around the face yes. with white ears. Like it yeah. is like- Didn't even go to the hairline. minstrel black it, face. classic black face. Yeah, Thank he's not you. going as like, you know, like 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 a comedian or an athlete or a black athlete. Right. Is, right? He's, he's literally dressing up as, hey guys, look here, it's historical <laughs> yeah. black face. Yes. And it's just- oh. Yes. So, I, so they fired him, right? I don't know. I guess you have to do, it's very hard to fire a teacher but i guess you can't even like not get no, fired it took two for weeks. doing it took it two took weeks. weeks yeah uh, but uh but yeah that's the uh that is just a like i don't know how that even remotely like how do you leave the house i don't know like that you drove no yeah, yeah. like you don't look in the mirror like even the rearview mirror when you're checking you know in your right? surroundings when you're driving and be like you know what this is actually and, wrong and, and I'm what not I'm doing yeah and I'm not I don't even know what kind of teacher he was whether kids liked him or he was a good teacher but when you're a teacher and you you're around children and you have something like Halloween like you're when you're leaving that house in the morning you should be like oh my god my kids are gonna love this yeah. you know like that that is yeah. what all teachers think I, I I might be okay might might be okay might yeah. be okay if it was like February and he was doing like a black history month he would thing. be better <laughs> Okay, but really, no, actually, no, The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. There's a company called NordPass where every year they go through and release a list of the most hacked passwords that get leaked online. And, I mean, these passwords are super easy, all right? Well, obviously, yeah. And they're pretty easy to guess what the passwords are. I'm going to read to you what the most common passwords that Canadians are using. One, okay? two, three, four, something, 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 something. Yeah. yeah. And I'll tell you, uh, you can guess if you want, but <sighs> how, how long it takes for a hacker to, uh, to crack your password. Instantaneous. Right. So number one password in Canada, most commonly used, is one, two, three, four, five, six. It takes one second to crack that. <laughs> right. <sighs> The number of times that password was used in Canada? Yeah. 570,178. Oh, jeez, that's a lot. The second Come most on, Nana. The second most common password yeah. is 
like one password is password yeah for yeah. sure again people one still second, doing that huh yeah one second to I, crack it you know like well, the way companies and everything else are now it's really wild because like i find that i've come up with some decent passwords and like i get very upset when the window pops up and says that it's not good enough yeah you have to use a capital don't judge my lowercase you no. also have to use a number no it's my business and or a symbol yes Right? Right. It's not it's not your business. This is my business. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine is the third most used password you, or hackable you, in and Canada. You, you know that those people started out with one, two, three, four, right? Uh-huh. And then everybody switched to it has to be five digits and then six and then oh, seven and then eight and I'm then nine. I'm glad you said five digits. Oh, go ahead. Because please. number four, the most hacked, is uh one, two, three, four, five. Oh, okay. Uh and in Canada, one hundred twenty seven thousand one hundred and three people have that password. That is that has insanity. been cracked. Hello. I just found out what my husband's old work password was because he had to just change it. Which was? Annoying Maury. Annoying Maury. Exclamation mark or just Annoying Maury? Oh, just Annoying Maury. Lowercase or all caps? Because that makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Probably all caps. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, number eight on the list. So a lot of them are typical, like password or password sure. one or one, password two, three, four, five, six, two. seven, eight, yeah, nine, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, QWERTY is on there. The the letters across the, the top row of your keyboard. What, oh, QWERTY? QWERTY, yeah. yeah. Um, number, oh crap, I just, let me just refresh this page again, sorry. Uh, number eight on the list yeah. is the word, or sorry, the name Tiffany. Tiffany? Yeah, and it takes 17 minutes for a hacker to crack the code on that. What's the significance of Tiffany? I don't know, Breakfast but at? 86,615 people in Canada have the hackable password of Tiffany. Really? Or the jewelry store, yeah. Mm. I don't know about that, though. Uh, testing is on there. The word hockey is on there. <laughs> I love you in all lower cases on there. Oh, my God. <laughs> People are so basic. So, y'all, yo, change your password. Sunshine is on there. Dragon is on there. Shadow, soccer. Uh, oh, I almost said that one. Um, oh, it's a bad word? Yeah. Really, huh? What um, does it start with? The letter F. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fool. Right. Uh, monkey is on there. Princess is on there. Superman is on there. Summer is on there. Charlie is on there. Killer is on oh, there. excuse me. Yeah. 27,645 people have the crackable password of killer <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Uh, Daniel, welcome to Razamoka's Fix My Life. What is on your mind, brother? Man, I can't stand these Canadian weathers. I want out. Uh, you wrote us this, Razamoka Fix My Life. Uh, I've been having the urge to just sell everything and move far away. I can't take Canadian uh, weather anymore. Uh, I know it's a bit silly, but more than ever, I've been thinking about it. I'm 100% serious. I've been looking at homes in Florida, and I want to know if you guys think it's a brilliant or dumb idea. Why do you want, why do you want aside from Canadian winners? Because, like, honestly, bro, I'm not even lying right now. Uh, I didn't even know why you were calling. And on my screen is I'm looking at real estate in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm staring at a place right now. I was just about to afford it to Catherine. Really? Uh, yeah, not that I can afford it or anything. Not even that I want to move to Mexico, but I just, I, I'm with you. It's like it, start, it starts yeah. to get cold and I start looking for an escape, right? Mm. My life doesn't allow for that. So I'm in, I'm in my dreamer years. Uh, you are in your jump years, meaning you can do this because you have no strings attached. 
So if you are going to bugger off and go and move somewhere hot just for the sake of moving somewhere hot, you are in the prime years to do that. But aside from the weather, um, why why do you want to why do you want to leave? There has to be something else. I mean, you said it. Uh, there's cheaper housing over there. There's there's more daytime. I mean, I can't stand these um, with the daylight savings. You know. Uh, you you get up at like seven o'clock. The sun's not out. But is it just the is work. it? But is it just the weather, or are you like escaping from family? Do you have responsibilities here that you don't want? Like what's going on? Um, I mean, I live. I do live with my two older brothers and my mom, and it would be nice to get away from everything. You know, start start a life on my own. But just, does that not mean? Why can't you just leave that house? Like it sounds like you just want to be independent. You want to do your own thing. How old are you? 25. I'm 25. Okay, so you're 25 years old and you just want to do your own thing. Why not start by doing that, getting out of that house and living on your own? Again, back to the housing. I mean, you can get a house in Florida for like Mm 350-ish, 450. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With your current situation, could you afford to move from Canada to the States? Could you afford to live, like to buy a place or even rent a place out there? Uh, can you afford like basic necessities of life? Are you going to be able to line up a job out there? Like, I don't know what you do out here right now, but are you be able, yeah, yeah. are you going to be able to find something that could then support you in your, your new life? Let's say if it is in Florida. I mean, I do have like connections there. I have family over there and some friends that moved over there. And so I would be able to find some, some job out there or, and all that. And um, that's again, where I'm conflicted because, you know, we have free healthcare over here. Mm. And over there, you're going to have to start paying out of everything out of pocket. Well, I mean, it's going to wind up being the same amount of money because there's no there's no income tax in Florida. Here's the thing. You're not legal to work, right? So your yeah. your best case scenario is that you find a job that allows you to work remotely. Okay? Um, that's your best case scenario. And then you let your company know, hey, if this is a 100% remote job, FYI, um, I'm going to be traveling around. I will always be available. Um, I'm going to have kick-ass Wi-Fi. I will be on every Zoom meeting. I will make all my deadlines, but I won't be available to do sort of end of week face-to-face meetings. This has to be a remote job. And then once you have that, then you can go to a place like Florida. But the thing is this, is that you can't just go to Florida and then stay in Florida. Like you have to come back like you can't go and live full-time in florida nobody can go live full-time in florida like that's a whole immigration thing all this other stuff right like so when you come back here for the amount of time like three months plus or whatever it is uh where are you gonna stay you're gonna go back to your mom's yeah i guess so i mean i don't see her uh getting rid of the place we've been here. I'm in Brampton. We lived here for about 21 years now. If you find a remote job, dude, why are you going to Florida? Go to Barbados. Mm. <laughs> get that would an, be nice, yeah. Get an Airbnb in Barbados for, like, nothing and buy a kick-ass router and bring it with you and pay premium Wi-Fi and just work from there. So now you're talking, yeah. <laughs> like, for sure, that's you know what I mean? Why, okay, if, if you're going to go, if you're going to jump for the weather, jump for the weather. Yeah. Skip you, Florida. I think you need to really, really think this through and think of everything. And also, uh, look at the, uh, the, the, the weather exchange, I guess. Like, what we don't get here that a place like Barbados gets. Are you going to be able to deal with that or Florida Uh, hurricane season? You know what I mean? Like, are you going to be able to, 
be okay with some of those trade-offs as well. And, of course, be able to, um, you know, on the flip side, be able to, to, to sustain your, your lifestyle out there. For sure. Yeah. I, honestly, I never thought about the flooding before. Yeah, dude. Okay, so before yeah. before you start looking at places in Florida, you need to get a job because you can't work in Florida. Uh, so you need to get a job here that allows you to work remotely. Then you need to tell your company that you're going to be working remotely. And then it doesn't matter where you work. You're going to be working remotely, so who cares? Uh, and you need to figure out where you're going to stay and if it's worth buying a place because if you buy a place, you can't stay there 12 months of the year. They'll kick your ass out of the country and never let you back in. So you're going to have to figure out exactly how long all the immigration stuff that you are allowed to stay in Florida before you have to come back to Canada. All this stuff you need to figure out before you think about jumping. I hear you. And then when you and then when you figure it all <laughs> yeah. out, you're going to reach Florida. Floor, you're going to realize Florida is a stupid idea, and you're going to go to Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> Not to scare you, I have an uncle who moved to Virginia. Right, yeah. he's from here, from Canada. Yeah, moved to uh, or he moved like a bunch of places for work. He had to travel around. Yeah. Anyway, he was stationed in the states for the past twelve years, and it was only last month that he got his U.S. citizenship. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it takes for it takes forever. Uh, but no, you're in your jump year, so seriously consider it. But you gotta, you gotta, like, you have to set everything up ahead of time. You can't just go and be like, oh, I wonder if it'll work out or not. You, you can't do that. Cool, cool. So get planning. I will. I will. Thank right. you so much. All right, Dan. All right, homie. Are you writing notes right now? Are you taking notes? I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah, sounded yeah, like yeah, I kind yeah, of figured. Yeah, okay. Good. Yeah, good for awesome. you. No. Yeah. I'm not goofing on you. Like I'm. I'm happy that you're doing that. Good for you, man. Yeah. All right. Good luck. No. Thanks a lot. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Did you watch Red Notice over the weekend on Netflix? So I watched three quarters of it, oh, and, then I, and then I fell asleep. Oh, okay. And then uh, Rox uh, told me the ending in the car the next day. So I'm still a little confused about how oh, it ended. no. But not Wait, entirely confused. For the ending? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Because so- I, 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 th- I feel in moments like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I was really quite enjoying it too. It is like Red Notice is like fluff on fluff on fluff, mm-hmm. right? This is it's great. I love it. It's but that this is what you like. What I like the Rock doing. What I like Ryan Reynolds Absolutely. doing. It's it's my kind of jam when it comes to the, yes. And the three of them together were just awesome. But it's Yagadot it's like it's well. fluff on fluff on fluff, mm-hmm. uh, which I am a okay with. But this by is the what way. we all expected. Thank you. Right. Um. But so I I missed the ending. I I slept through probably the last like thirty minutes or so oh. and, and i had the option okay of watching it uh-huh. or i had the option of having my kid <laughs> explain the ending to me without okay. having seen it so her explanation yes. of the ending right and we're not gonna spoil it for anybody right but her explanation of the ending, yeah. did it make sense to you, or do you still have questions? I still have questions, but okay. I, it, it made sort it made sort of sense. It made sort of sense to me. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's like she just says like. Uh, the the Rock, Wonder Woman, and Free Guy, right? Like that's sure. like, yeah. She's like, and then Free Guy does this, and then Wonder Woman does that, right? So that's yeah. exactly how I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, Free Guy, the Rock, <laughs> and I don't Wonder know Woman. why. I don't I don't know why I only associate Free Guy. Maybe because it's the the, it's the, the newest. One? It's the latest one. But like Ryan Reynolds has done so many other things. Deadpool? But but my kid hasn't seen Deadpool. Sure, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that she may only. Know I loved from it. That. Um, um, so this this it movie did very well. Oh, this movie took over, and of course, The Rock um, was just like putting all over IG uh, everything that has to do with this movie. And I guess we had talked about this before, where in his deal, even though it's his production company, yeah, but his deal when it comes to making and promoting these movies is that he will do like a, a set of posts 
on IG. Right. Leading up to and then opening weekend as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, the numbers were coming in like almost too fast. And this is what The Rock said on IG over the weekend. Right, here we are on a Saturday night in the Iron Paradise, the sweaty-ass Iron Paradise. I had to shut the music off because I have some amazing news that I have to share with you guys. As you know, Red Notice has opened up around the world, in your homes, in your living rooms, on Netflix. You guys have given us an incredible 92% audience score from 190 territories all around the world. But here's the historic news that I couldn't wait to share with you guys. You have made it official. Red Notice has officially become the biggest opening ever for any movie in the history of Netflix. Blown away by that. I love you guys. Thank you so much on behalf of myself, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, our producers, our writer-director, Ross and Thurber, our Netflix partners, certainly on behalf of Seven Bucks Productions. And all this, by the way, in just one day. I love you guys. Thank you. You know I'm breaking out the Terramana tequila tonight. We're going to party <laughs> Rock stars, I love you. Keep enjoying Red Notice. More to come. Oh, so So what good. was the previous number one? Was it still Bird Box? I believe Bird Box was the, right. the yeah, biggest. Yeah, yeah. And that was from how many years ago? <clears throat> yeah, like now? three years ago. Something like that, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but if you haven't seen it yet, uh, please go check out Red Notice, starring The Rock, Gal Gadot. And free guy Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Yeah, and it's actually like quite kid. I mean, if your kid is okay with with like profanity, mm-hmm. it's actually quite kid not, friendly. But it's not filthy profanity. No, 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 no. Right. It's not. A it's, couple it's, of words yeah, here. And there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but you can watch it with your kid, and yeah. I think that that's one of the reasons why it did so well was because um, it's been a while since you've had access to a straight up sort of what you would consider like family-ish movie mm-hmm. with stars that big on oh, a streaming absolutely. service. absolutely. Right? Yeah. So congratulations on the uh, success of Red Notice. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Big anniversary for my guy Drake. Today, Roz, is 10 years since the release of his Take Care album. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Weeknd, Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Rihanna are on that album. It debuted at number one on Billboard. Drake was an absolute monster at that time, even still, 10 years ago. Uh, let's go back to a couple of the tracks that we remember from it. That's just something they know. They know, they know, they know. And I say, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Get right, get right. Ten years since the release of Drake's Take Care album, uh, picked up his very first Grammy Award for Best Rap Album the following year and then Rolling Stone ranked it at number 95 on their updated 500 greatest albums of all time list wow. 10 years ago today Drake dropped too good or sorry not too good take care the album the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast you had snow in your neighborhood yesterday Buh. yeah and my sister-in-law sent me a video she lives out in Vancouver 
Oh my God, she, was she affected of by their, the? No, not the mudslides or mud anything slides? like that. But she sent me a, a video of their backyard. Yeah, and they they had like a, a puddle in their backyard on the grass that was about a foot and a half deep. Of water, or just mud? water, just like slush. Water. Oh yeah. man, that sucks. Yeah, I saw that they they rescued all. It was like two hundred plus. Yeah, that were trapped in between. I guess where two mudslides had just like it's crazy man. ended the road. Yeah, like you, they people couldn't go anywhere, and the mud was like right up against cars. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Boring. It's scary. I was jealous that Mocha got snow. Were you really? Like I immediately ran to my tiny little balcony, and there was you didn't no snow. Run. I bet you <laughs> ran. Hey, Mar, that's two. If you run, that's that's yeah. like two steps. <laughs> <You're> small <laughs> condo. <laughs> Small condo. I I'm like, I ran. Matthew, it's snowing. We had no snow downtown. You know when you're doing, you know when you're like dancing? Sorry. You know when you see your parents dancing? Yeah. Right? Sorry. You know when you see your white parents dancing? <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. Sorry. It took me a long time to get there. And they do that move where they take like the one, like the left leg and they stretch the left leg all the way out to the left and then they slide the right oh, one over yeah. to meet it. Right? That's what Maury could do to his condo. That's like running this? in your condo. Yeah. People understood what I said more. Yeah. Good job, <laughs> he, he by the way, a though. very you, vivid you, description. I know. Obviously, that's Frank's move. Your dad. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no. Because first snow, because the snow that you had in your neighborhood yesterday yeah. was pretty, right? Like you sent a video through on the group chat, and it was like these super tall, very I, don't, white. I don't know, like cedars or whatever yeah. they were. Beautiful, right? Like and beautiful, it was like beautiful light snow, snow. exactly like fluttering down. Yeah, to the yeah, it was gorgeous, right? It yeah. wasn't yet ugly and brown and and all that other stuff. Um, but we got, I got nothing in the city. The only like, way I could tell nothing. if it's snowing because, like, you can't really see if it's flaking or I have to because I overlook dumpsters. If it's dumpster, flaking, if it's flaking, mm. okay. I yeah, have to over, I overlook dumpsters, so I have to look at the the garbage bag to see if there's any white on them. Right, you know, to see nothing. if the body's frozen or not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you can't see you can't. snow falling from the sky. Well, where you look, like if there's little flakes falling or something, sometimes you can't right. tell. So you have to look at something you know, to see if it's on you it. You know, in sometimes in like movies and stuff like this where somebody will like they'll go and they'll look at an apartment. Right. And uh -huh. the, the agent's bringing them around and they're like, oh, so it's like an eat in kitchen and like you have an office and you have other stuff. And then like the, the buyer will walk over and like try and open the curtains. Right. And then the agent goes, no, 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 they're broken. <laughs> right. And then you go, oh, OK, cool. And then you move in, you buy the place and you move in and then you open the curtains and. And right in front of you is another building. Sure. Right? Like, and you have absolutely no view. That's Maury's view. And the only view he has, because he can't look up because the buildings are too tall. Oh, right? Oh, uh, all building. The only view he has is to look down. And if he looks down, it's a dumpster. Oh, man. True. And you're locked in for that 35-year mortgage, huh? <laughs> man, you got a deal. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I did not think I'd see the day. I did not think things were going to pan out the way they did. But they did. And Drake and Kanye are friends again. And Drake had an event at his place in Toronto last night where Kanye West was there and Dave Chappelle was there on right. the mic. Yeah, because I guess he just has like a PA set like system hooked up in his house all the time, right? Of course. Yeah. And Drake and Kanye are friends again. Uh, here's uh, what Drake posted on IG footage of Dave Chappelle in his house on a microphone, standing in between two speakers, talking to a crowd. You have to admit to yourself, this is impressive. Yes! I cannot believe I'm in a house. 
from this city that did not grow up this way. Tonight, he brought some of the biggest stars on earth to his home, Kanye West, and his home. My God, man, Dave Chappelle is in his home. This is Canada. It's where the black American calls the finish line. This ran from slavery to this place. And tonight, we feel free in my home. My God, man. Okay. So they were all whooping it up, right? Yeah. And then in another, um, on the same post, the second slide, they're all listening to music, a Drake song. And <laughs> you guys want to come over to my house to listen to my music? Yeah, they're listening to a track <laughs> off of uh, Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. And it was Kanye in the frame, and then Drake slided in next. And then there was a picture that was posted. Yeah. Of Drake and Kanye, and I think it was Jay Prince. Didn't right? recognize Kanye in that picture because Kanye's still got no eyebrows. I know, weird. Yeah. Why do you do that I anyway? Don't know. I mean, a lot of stars do that every now and then. You, you shave get rid off of the, the eyebrows. eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, it's happened before. But does it grow back like full? I don't, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. Because Kim Kardashian, what's that? I, I was told it grows back thicker. No, it won't grow back thicker. That's like a, that's what they used to tell young girls for some weird reason because people didn't want young girls shaving their legs. I don't know why oh. that was a weird thing, but that's like, you're, you don't create more hair follicles. Like your hair is your hair, right? I've been lied to my whole life. Yeah, see? We all have. Um, But no, but shaving the eyebrows is like a thing. And I wonder if it's because Kanye's been hanging out with Marilyn Manson. Because I don't think Marilyn Manson's had eyebrows in about 25 years. Oh, really? I've I've never even noticed. Yeah. Is is his shaved or just painted over? No, they're shaved, man. The, The man's got no eyebrows whatsoever. So how significant is this? Well, if you remember two weeks ago, Kanye was on online it looked like it was a hostage situation yes uh standing next to jay prince and he's reading this statement off of his phone this is jay and jay prince i'm making this video to address the ongoing back and forth between myself and drake uh both me and drake have taken shots at each other and it's time to put it to rest i'm asking drake on december 7th to join me on stage as a special guest to share the two biggest albums of the year so he invites him out on stage uh, for a next. benefit for Larry Hoover, who was the Chicago uh, gangster, right? Yeah, and we never from that time, that time that that was posted two weeks ago, we didn't hear a single thing from from Drake. No. He never posted anything about it online. He didn't publicly say anything until but- we get to last night's event at Drake's house, where Kanye West is there, and apparently. Mm-hmm. Patchings up with Drake and their friends. And it, and it makes sense, too, because Drake wasn't going to post anything after he posted the statement about, about Astroworld, oh, right? And, no, and, if, and if Drake was going to post something, it had to be significant enough that people wouldn't accuse him of being insensitive to Astroworld victims, right? Sure. So I think that this makes sense. Not that it was deliberate. I'm not saying that no, in any way. But I'm just saying that if you're going to post something, you post something like this. Uh, it makes me excited only because I'm such a big Drake fan and I'm yeah. a Kanye fan, so there's a potential for music because that's what everyone's talking about online right now, which is, yeah. you know, hurry up and put a track together. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if they've already recorded something maybe so, last huh? night or maybe they'll do it today. Who knows if Kanye is still still in town. 
uh, is still kicking it at Drake. Maybe staying in Drake's you know, in the spare bedroom. Yeah. I still don't think Drake's showing up on that stage for that benefit for that guy. He's not. I don't think so either. Hell no. I think this, this the, was this was to this was to alleviate pressure to do that. Yes. This was that. Yes. Right? Yes. Everything that transpired at Drake's place last yeah. night was exactly what I guess Kanye would have wanted. It was an even compromise. Yes. Right? I'm not going to show up agree. for the benefit. Yeah. But hey, Dave Chappelle's in town. He's going to be at my place. Why don't you come by? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right? That's what, and that's we what could I do, think And we could talk about this face to face. Yeah. Uh, and also, then, get my makeup artist on those brows. Right? I, I got somebody. I got, I got somebody who could help you. <laughs> and then we'll put a post and just dead the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so maybe you'll get the collaboration. I hope so. Yeah. I'm a fan of both. I'm glad that they're friends again. Uh, but Drake and Kanye, allegedly, as of right now, in this moment that we're living in now, yeah. are friends again. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. There is a massive anniversary today that we should all be celebrating, Roz. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh. Yes. What's going on in the Rocks world? It was 25 years ago today yeah. that Dwayne The Rock Johnson made his debut. <laughs> On television at a WWE event. Okay. That's worth noting, I guess, huh? Of course it yeah, is. Yeah, sure. The Rock, third generation wrestler. Uh, the Rock, obviously we know him now as the big mega multi-millionaire movie star. Jumanji, Fast and Furious movies, Scorpion King, Central Intelligence, Moana, Red yeah, Notice on Netflix yeah, right now, yeah. Black Adam coming soon. Sir. The guy's just a beast in Hollywood. Yep. But he came from humble beginnings. <laughs> Seven bucks. Seven bucks in his pocket uh, with the WWE. He debuted at on TV at Survivor Series 96. And he was taking part in a four-on-four elimination match, which some of the big names in that match include Jake the Snake Roberts, yeah, Triple wow. H, and Gold Dust. Gold Dust. The Rock, eight-time WWE champion, two-time Intercontinental champion, five-time <laughs> tag team champion, nine-time Slammy Award winner. Here's what it sounded like when they introduced him at SummerSlam, or sorry, at Survivor Series 96. Now there's going to be the man right there. That's Blue Chipper right there. You know, I have to agree with you, Jim Ross. I don't like you, but I got to agree with you. Rocky Miami is looking good. First, third generation superstar ever in the World Wrestling Federation, Rocky Maivia. Wow, and look at this. Rocky is, look, he's backing up Hunter Hearst Helmsley. What guts on the part of this young man, a rookie now, ripping Hunter Hearst to back body drive. Oh, so his name was Rocky Maivia, right? He was back then known as Rocky Maivia. Wow. And a couple of years ago, The Rock did like a reaction video to that match, to his first match. Gotcha. Him walking out to the ring, getting into the ring, pointing at the camera, pointing at the crowd, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the rea the Rock's reaction to his Survivor Series debut, which took place 25 years ago today. All right, so right now I am feeling myself. I'm so hyped up. I'm so excited. And I got a chia pet on my head as a haircut. All right, so I jump over the top row like I'm a bad son bitch, and I literally point. I have to rewind this just so you guys know. 
I think I'm pointing to what's called the hard cam, and I'm literally pointing to nothing. That's why my back was to you guys. And again, I had this whole thing mapped out in my head that I was gonna jump over the ropes. I was gonna look at the hard cam, because we're always told, you look at the hard camera, the main camera, you're speaking to the world. Jump over the top ropes, I'm like, yeah, I'm here, la, 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 la. Hard camera's behind me. <laughs> That's all you see is his back. <laughs> So today, 25 uh, years ago, The Rock debuted on TV with the WWE. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's that? Huh? Huh? What's that? You look like you had something to say. Excuse me? Did you make a noise? What? Did you say something? No. Try to get my attention? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you messing with me? What are you me? doing right now? Are we doing the thing? Are you messing with me? You're messing with me now. Oh my God. Okay, you just pause for one second. What? Okay, pause for one second. What? What? What'd you say? Nothing. Oh. Okay, go ahead. What the hell's the matter with you? Nothing. Oh. Okay. Hey, Mocha? Yeah? You ready? Been ready. Oh, my God, for God's (laughs) sake. (laughs) Let's do the news! Got him. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Chris Tucker being sued by the IRS for $9.6 million in back taxes. Oh, no. What you doing, Chris Tucker? Uh, How do you not have an accountant that could tell you? Well, you do, but we've talked about this before, right? Which is, and bands, rock stars used to get into this problem in a different way with, with touring costs and everything else, which is, you know, guys like Chris Tucker, what would happen is you would do a big movie, right? And you would, with that money buy your houses and your cars and everything else. And you're like, okay, now with my next project, that money's going to go toward the taxes on that other project that I just did and pissed away all the money. And then projects get moved and bumped and everything else. And then, so you're always just playing catch up with your money you're forever playing catch up with your money. And so Chris Tucker uh, being sued for $9.6 million. They claimed that in 2002, when he was like sort of at his peak, uh, Chris Tucker owed $4.6 million dollars. But he only paid okay in taxes. Wow. But but he only paid two point four million. In two thousand six, they say that he paid one point one, but he owed two point one. In two thousand eight, the IRS said that he only paid one hundred twenty seven thousand when he owed two point four million. Wow. And in twenty ten, Chris Tucker owed four hundred and eighty one thousand dollars in taxes, yeah. and Chris Tucker paid four thousand six hundred. <laughs> That's a, that's a bit off. Chipping away. <laughs> yeah, right? But no, but he, they said that he actually tried to chip away, that he oh, was on a monthly sort of plan, no. like Chris Tucker, on a monthly oh, plan yes. where he sat down with the guy in the account and the IRS being like, how are we going to knock down this debt? And they were like, okay, why don't you do monthly installments? And he was doing monthly installments. It's just, and then you, he just stopped. You just can't catch up. You oh, cannot no. catch up. Because they had impossible. interest on that, right? Oh, yeah. And, and then at that it. point, you're just paying the interest and that... You're well, never paying well, down and, and what the, you owe. And the problem is, is in America, you go to jail for that, right? Oh, like, don't put Chris Tucker in jail. <laughs> that's, where, that's where Wesley Snipes spent a lot of his good years. Yeah, yeah, that's right? true. For the same thing. Exactly. That's same. how they got Wesley. Yo, you better sign a deal for like rush hours four, five, and six. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Staples Center, the iconic Staples Center uh, is... Uh, there's we're running low on sort of those heritage arena stadiums now. Okay. Staples Center. Everybody knows Staples Center. It's a classic joint, right? Yeah. Um, now it is going to be renamed on Christmas LA Day. Center. The no. LA Center. Nope. Nope. The, what else it is, is the it is part of the biggest naming rights deal in U.S. history. 
It's going to come into effect on Christmas Day. Okay. Uh, the Staples Center will now be known as Crypto.com Arena. That's dumb. That's so lame. Crypto.com? Not even Crypto Arena. No. Crypto.com Arena. No, that sounds dumb. Yeah. Crypto.com Arena is where the Lakers are going to play. It's where the Kings are going to play. Clippers are probably like... Well, they'll do the Grammys eventually again. Real happy because they're getting their own arena. And they're like, oh, thank God we have to play there. Yeah. yeah. So the deal between uh, the Hong Kong-based cryptocurrency exchange and uh, AEG is worth $700 million. As part of the deal, Crypto.com becomes an official cryptocurrency platform partner for the Kings and the Lakers, according to the statement. So I wonder... If that then means anytime you are in the former Staples Center, Crypto.com, if you can then make transactions using cryptocurrency. You'd have to be, right? Who knows? You would think. Like if you want to buy beer and a hot dog? You would think. People don't use cryptos for as currency yet anymore. That was supposed to be the whole plan. They're not. Um, It's a commodity now. It's like it's an exchange. Uh, But people aren't using. People aren't buying things with with crypto right now. It's not as big as, as what I guess they thought. The movement was going to be. Well, they thought that by now everybody would be paying with crypto, yeah. but it didn't turn out that way. They want it to still, but it's... And then I remember like certain stores, like certain places would say, like have a little sticker on the front door that yeah. says like now accepting yes. cryptocurrency yes. or something no, like it's, that. It's something, you, it now, it's something but... you trade, not really something that you use to so used to pay for the Staples anything. Center is now going to be called Crypto.com crypto. Arena. Oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Derek Huff, um, right before the finals of Dancing with the Stars, uh, revealed to his fans on social media that he tested positive for COVID-19. Hey, everyone. Uh, I have some news to share, and I wanted you to hear it straight from me. Um, uh, even though I've been fully vaccinated, I've just been diagnosed with a breakthrough case of covid I just found out and uh, I feel okay. I feel strong, um, but I'm, I'm currently taking advice from medical professionals, doing everything I can to get better as fast as I can. I'm currently in quarantine and um, I'll make sure I keep you guys all updated with what's going on. Just wanted to send a lot of love out there to you all and uh, yeah, stay safe. So what mm-hmm. he's going to have to remote in, I guess, right? For the finals, yeah, what was something the, like that. The, the name of that show that, it was a talk show, mm-hmm. and I guess certain people weren't there live, or maybe they all were not there live, but they yeah. were set up on, they had, like, TV screens that were set up. Oh, the up. talk. Was it the talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. really, like, the, the way they yeah. designed the set, it looked like they were there, even though they were on screen. Bro, the person who did it best, and I didn't even realize it, the person who had the best COVID set was, oddly enough, the Drew Barrymore show. Really? Where Drew would be interviewing guests, and it just looked like they were on the same stage, but just sitting far apart because yeah. of the way that they shot at the perspectives and everything else. But when you actually watch the show, even on a two shot, it looked like Drew was sitting on the stage with her guest. But it's just the way they angled the But it the was screens, a giant monitor. Yeah. Drew was on set. But her oh, guests the guest never was on were. monitor. Oh, but the okay. guests were sitting on a chair that matched the one on her set with a backdrop. It's like a satellite place. So guests yeah. would guests would come and they would stick them in this room alone and they would sit there and do their interviews. That's crazy. Like it was incredible the wow. way they did it. So I guess they're going to want to have to do that with Derek Huff. But who was Derek Huff in contact with? 
during the semifinals on Monday. I'm sitting right next Everybody. to all the, all the judges. All Everybody. the other judges, yeah. yeah. So we'll see oh, what uh, has to go on for the uh, finale of Dancing with the Stars. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Ryan Reynolds on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night, uh, politely asking Americans to stop threatening to move to Canada. You have to stop saying that you're going to move to Canada whenever you're mad at something in the U.S. As a Canadian, I'm sorry, but no, you can't. I know we're friendly, but Canada's not your safe house. I mean, we barely let Canadians into Canada anymore, so please, pick somewhere else. I hear, I hear Finland is really lovely this time of year. You have to stop. <laughs> Do you remember when, uh, during the whole Trump election... Before he won. Oh, everybody threatening? And everyone oh, was God, like, oh, I'm going to move to Canada. If, if, Trump, yeah. if Trump wins, I'm going to yeah, move to yeah, Canada. Yeah, yeah. And then no. nobody did. No, no, because it's very difficult to move yeah. to Canada. Like, Ron Reynolds is right. Like, it's very difficult. You just stayed there. And yeah. You complain and you dealt with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very difficult. Like, if you're a single guy, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. don't. No offense, but like. No offense, I, but I, what? I don't, I don't want Americans here anyway. Well, I mean, come on. Let's not go there. Should yeah. have been there. I wish it was more difficult. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, damn. Single sound. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Single wow. shell with the feelings. Jeez, just for backstory on that, Shem married an American lady, yeah. right? And it was and it was very easy for her to come up here marrying somebody like marrying. You think it should have been more difficult, and right? Very easy for her to leave. And very, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also very easy for her to stay up here after she dumped you. That, wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. What? That's facts, though, right? I didn't say I didn't no, cross a right. line. You're right. I'm just sad. I, I should, maybe I shouldn't have said dumped. <laughs> right? that was, yeah. Now that I think about it. That might have been, that was you harsh. You retract that statement? Yeah, I retract that statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left you. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Tom Holland made a surprise appearance at a theater for fan, with fans last night to debut the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer in Los Angeles. Uh, they picked a couple of questions from the crowd uh, that Tom Holland was, uh, when he was up on stage, uh, was able to answer. And uh, this was one of the questions. There's Luke. Great shirt, man. Luke asks, what was the hardest day of filming and why? All of these are things I feel like he can't tell. What was the hardest day of filming? What was the hardest day of filming? fight scene in this film. You're going to see a style of fighting in this film that you've never seen in the Spider-Man movie before. And, you know, that was down to our stunt coordinator, George Cottle, and, and Jackson. They designed these fights to shock you guys to really put you on your back foot. And when we were shooting this one scene in particular, it's like a sort of, I reckon it's a 35 beat fight scene between myself and one of the villains. And we shot it over and over and over again, over three or four days. And I remember my knuckles were all bloody and, and I was knackered and we were fighting and fighting. And it was, and in all fairness, it was awful. It was one of the, it was, it was such a difficult time, but in film, it's so spectacular and it's so overwhelming and you've never seen Peter Parker quite like it. And I'm really excited to see what you guys think. Interesting. Oh my huh? God. The trailer so, for it looks so, I was it, like beyond excited watching the, the, uh, the new Spider-Man trailer. Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. 
Oh my god. Okay. Now, now. <sighs> and uh, it's crazy because you in later in the trailer, Doctor Strange explains what happens. Yes, in the why they're in the multiverse. And portals get open and people show up. Villains that are familiar to us who have watched the previous movies. Yeah. A lot of them. Um with different Spider-Man's so there's one clip in the trailer where Doc Ock looks at Spider-Man and says, I guess he takes his mask off at some point or whatever, but Doc Ock says this. Hello, Peter. You're not Peter Parker. Okay. Oh. So Doc Ock says you're not Peter Parker because Doc Ock's Peter Parker was... Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Okay. Yes. So then the question uh, pops up, and somebody, you know, the rumors are that both Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in um, Spider Man uh, um, No Way Home. And so Tom Holland says this. So he doesn't confirm or deny anything, but Tom Holland on stage says this We were there on the day making it happen, and it was crazy. And I would love to tell you. I was like, that's never going to work. There's no way you're going to be able to get that done. And then he goes on to say that uh, it's going to blow minds. Hmm. So when it's going to be guaranteed, it's going to be all three of them. All three, the Spider-Man them are going to get together. It, it has to, to try be. to defeat all these different villains from each one of their worlds each one of their universe he called it he called it a true moment in cinematic history is what he called it absolutely that's gotta be it because they wouldn't have doc ock saying you're not peter parker if they weren't going to include andrew garfield and whatchamacallit what's the matter deepa i have a confession to make don't say you've never seen spider-man no i've seen spider-man okay um i feel like there should have been like a a warning because i didn't watch any of the trailers I have, I like stopped watching all Marvel trailers because I feel like it gives so much away. So I didn't know any of this. Oh, <laughs> so did we just spoil? Is this a spoiler oh, alert for you? Yeah. <laughs> so now I know, but I so, avoid so, so, all the trailers. So Green Goblin's in no, it. No, no, right? Rob, yeah. no. Doc no, Ock is in it. Electro. Right? Jamie Foxx. Uh, Jamie Foxx no, is in it. Yes. No. Sandman yeah, is Sandman in it. Sandman is in it. I didn't even know. Oh my goodness. Doctor Strange is in it. Oh, also, I saw the first two episodes of Hawkeye the other day. You want me to tell you about that? No, please don't ruin any of this stuff. Then I won't. Then I won't. Then I won't. Then I won't. Anyway. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It's a trailer. Still, some people like me don't watch trailers, okay? You know the official title Um, of the movie? No. Ugh, I can't Still believe. I've stayed away from everything. Okay, okay. Spider-Man, damn, Deepa, no way. Deepa, Spider-Man, you're, you're a lot of things, Deepa, and there's a lot of reasons I love having you around, but I'm telling you, finding out it, at this moment that you're a spoiler narc, <laughs> really, like... The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, French Montana has removed a song uh, featuring Drake off his new album. Uh, this is, of course, in the wake of the Astro World tragedy. Uh, Splash Brothers was the track. It's been replaced on all streaming platforms with a new track, uh, solo track called Fraud. Uh, somebody on the inside apparently told TMZ that Drake asked for the song to come down before release hmm. because he's still reeling from what happened at Astro World. Uh, he didn't think that it was appropriate to put out new music right now. French had no problem with the song being taken off the album. Uh, Drake's his brother, they say, and he totally understands his reasoning. All right. Then. I didn't even know that song was happening. Yeah. Did you? I did, yeah. You did, huh? Yeah. 
Uh, I imagine we'll get it at some point. I don't Eventually. think it's, I don't think it's gone forever. It'll, but you know what? It'll probably pop up on like a deluxe version of the album. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the. I mean, geez, I like the way Drake's handling this. I think that Drake's handling this the right way mm-hmm. with with everything that's going on. Oh, absolutely. Um, what choice? What, what choice does he have? I mean, he's named in lawsuits. Also, like it's this isn't about right now. I'm still sort of upset about what happened. This is I can't do any. I can't be seen. Yeah. Sort of not caring at yeah. all, being flippant, being uh, insensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So uh, and that, nobody's seen Travis Scott at all. No, either. no, no. He's been God, missing. No. Uh, so, yeah. So the track was called uh, Splash Brothers, and uh, it, yeah. uh, again, was replaced um, on that. Uh, I like French the two Montana of them on records together. Yeah. I really, really do. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pride is back in Toronto next year. However, there's one big change. So the uh, it's going to be Pride Month again next year. The parade's going to happen June uh, 24th, 26th, um, because uh, the last two years it had been canceled because of COVID. Um, the schedule is going to be pretty much the same as it has in, in uh, Pride's past with the Pride Parade, the Trans March, uh, the Dyke March, all that stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, one thing that I did hear, which is a huge change to the parade, is no more floats on flatbed trucks. Really? Nope. Why? Because they're committing to their environmental commitments they're acknowledging so walking only i don't know i don't know or maybe in like you get like a like a hybrid pickup truck kind of thing like a bunch of teslas something like that pulling a trailer the flatbed to something that's electric no well it's got to be able to sustain that weight i think that they're looking to get rid of vehicles Hmm. Wow! So it's so it's, so it's looking like I don't know how else they're going to do it because they said that there's still going to be DJs. They said that there's still going to be all this stuff. So I don't know how they're going to cart them down the street, but there will be no flatbed floats. I'm well, just you know thrilled those, that it's back, though. Yeah. You know those trailers that you can get at like Home Depot or wherever for like three thousand bucks. Yeah, they bought, bought a bunch of those, like the I, little tiny ones, and attach them to like a like a Prius. <laughs> you, you need the bigger yeah, flatbed. There's all those uh, people in speedos. Yeah, and they're not going to be on flatbeds anymore. So they'll be, uh, I guess, like on the, the street. road closer to get to. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. To walk the whole to, way, to, dance. To get to. It's a parade, Maury. I know. But to like, get to. Closer to get to. Yeah, but they'll walk to you. <laughs> and do what? They may walk to people more. They ain't walking to you, bro. Facts. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> <laughs> My dreams are crushed. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez have split. Oh, no. Oh, my God. How could they? Uh, and that they, last album that he released was basically... It was all... A love letter to yes. her. Yes. I really, that song? really like that album, man. One of my favorite songs on the album was yeah. Always Been You. This yes. one. It's always been you. It's always been you. It's always been you. It's always been you. No, it's not. Psych, I'm just joking. Now we broke up. What the hell's wrong with the world that this song wasn't a smash? I know. Oh, I listen to the words right here. Listen, listen. And you've seen all my darkest fears. Still broke up with me. Like you've known me for a thousand years. Don't my ass. The boy was really underneath. I loved you. All the scars and insecurities, baby. I swear that you've been sent to save me. 
Now, I don't know what the situation was as far as why they broke up, but unless they're both incredible actors and were just sort of keeping up appearances or whatever, but they were doing very couple things up until like a week ago. She like was, very couple things. She was like in his condo. She was walking the dog. Yeah, like but everything. no, but like they were on a beach and then they were celebrating like all of this Halloween stuff. together. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Like they were doing very, very couple Maybe things. Maybe she didn't like the couple's costume. Or she's sick and tired of walking his dog. But uh, but here's their statement, and I don't know about this statement, man. Listen, I love them both, but they say, uh, hey, guys, we've decided to end our romantic uh, relationship, but our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> we started our relationship as best friends. That's probably true. And we'll continue yeah. to be best friends. No, you won't. Uh, we so appreciate your support from the beginning and moving forward, Camila and Sean. The big question is who gets the dog? What's his dog? Um, no, who gets a, a joint dog. dog. Oh, I don't know, man. It's tough. Going through breakups is tough. But the notion of, well, listen, we started as best friends. We're going to continue as best friends. That ain't happening. That, well, that, that is like a early 20s exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. Like you still believe that when you're in your early 20s, that we can still be best friends. And I'm going to go off and I'm going to be fall in love with somebody else. And you're going to go off and you're going to fall in yeah. love with somebody else. But and then we're maybe still... the four of us can get together oh, in the same city oh, and go for dinner. It'll be, be great. Best friends. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. No guy. Okay. No guy wants to date a woman whose best friend is a guy. No woman wants to date a guy whose best friend is a woman. Uh-huh. Okay, those are facts. Yeah, they so, are Dunzo, okay. Splitsville, yeah. Finito. Yeah, it's sad though because I mean I really like them both and I really love that album that he wrote for and everything else. But uh, but yeah, so I guess uh, friends, it is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, some of the early reviews for Ghostbusters Afterlife. So the 2016 Ghostbusters with the all-female cast, which is my favorite Ghostbusters movie. so good. Um, That one had a critic score of 74%. Audience score was terrible for it, but a critic score of 74%. Uh, Currently, Ghostbusters Afterlife has a critic score of 67%. Oh, damn. And even the positive reviews aren't like, here, I'll read you some of them. So this is a positive. Okay. This is a positive review. Okay. Watching Ghostbusters Afterlife, I couldn't help but feel that maybe Jason Reitman should have turned Ghostbusters into a TV series. But given Sony is lacking its own streaming service, I imagine that thought never crossed their mind. Oh, Right. That's a positive review. Here's another positive review. And I imagine somebody who's also uh, making a statement about the 2016 all-female Ghostbusters. He says, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is the Joe Biden of Ghostbuster revivals, a good enough intermittently effective throwback coasting on earnestness of its own sake and fairly or not destined to be more successful than a candidate from 2016, mainly by virtue of not being a woman. That's a positive review. So you liked it? So negative reviews, underwhelming, lazy, and just mildly entertaining. Uh, There's not much to see in this uh, neighborhood. It might as well have been called Easter Egg the Movie. Oh, wow. Another one, shamelessly catering to fans of the original while giving them nothing new. Its story and humor are so inexplicably uh, calibrated for a much younger demographic than those old enough to have seen the first films when they came out. So I imagine you're going to get a lot of those. You're going to get a lot of, this isn't my Ghostbuster. You know what I mean? You're going to get a lot of that. Um, But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm still going to see you. Oh, I'm going to watch uh, it. But, uh, but yeah, no. So, so far, uh, mixed reviews, I would say, for oh, the Oh, and the movie's new, out now. The, today. the new Ghostbusters. That's right. Yeah, it came yeah. out today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Adele sitting down with Apple Music's uh, Zane Lowe um, talking about 30, which will drop tomorrow. Um, mm. This is Adele's thoughts on her music being used on TikTok. Oh. 
the conversation, TikTok came up a lot, right? So I'm like, tick-a-tock-a who? Like, you know, <laughs> but they're like, you know, we, we've really got to make sure these 14-year-olds know who you are. And I'm like, but they've all got mums. They've all got mums. And I, I've, they've definitely been growing up listening to my music, these 14-year-olds and stuff Correct. like that. But it was like, if everyone's making music for the TikTok, who's making the music for my generation? Who's making the music for my peers? I will do that job, gladly. I'd rather cater to people that have, like, are on my level in terms of, like, the amount of time we've spent on Earth and all the things we've been through than... I don't want 12-year-olds listening to this record. It's a bit too deep. But the 30- and 40-year-olds that are all committing to themselves and doing therapy, that's my vibe. Yeah. Because that's what I was doing. Yeah. You know, so I'm more concerned with how this record can help them. I'm not, I'm not saying... I mean, Angelo's not a fan of mine. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like, he does, he, yeah. He thinks that Rolling in the Deep is there. What you know about rolling down in the deep? I'm like, that is not the original Rolling in the Deep. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. I love Adele so much. Yeah. She is so awesome. Yeah, I am great. looking forward to this album. I cannot wait. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Adele sitting down with uh, Zane Lowe talking about uh, her new album 30, with, uh, which drops tomorrow. Uh, there's a lot of stories that came out of this interview. One, how the album uh, almost wasn't released, um, her views on TikTok. And this is uh, Adele talking about sort of where she was during the process and uh, how she hopes it'll help. It was like, it really helped me, this album. Like, you know, it really, really did. And I truly do believe, um, you know, like when we started the interview where I was like, there's not, an occasion or a scenario or a feeling where there is not the perfect song for it somewhere, is I really do believe, um, and I'm not being arrogant or anything like that here, it's just that I really, you know, it was my hell, but I really went to hell and back. And I realised, I actually didn't really like who I was, you know, and I think I just really just got, like most other human beings, especially of my age, really just got into that thing of just going through the motions. Yeah. Like, you know, I've got to get over there and wasn't opening my eyes and seeing what was actually happening at the time and, you know, enjoying the world around me and stuff like that. Um, and I really think that some of the songs on this album could really help people, really change people's lives. And I think, I think a song like Hold On could actually save a few lives. I agree. Wow. Cannot wait for that album. 30 from Adele, out tomorrow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Pam and Tommy, uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee uh, television show that's set to hit Hulu on Feb 2nd. I don't know where it's going to air in Canada, but it's set to hit Hulu uh, in February. They released the trailer. So this is uh, Lily James and Sebastian Stan. Uh, also, Nick Off- Offerman's in it. Taylor Schilling's in it. Andrew Dice Clay's in it. Uh, Seth Rogen is uh, in it. Um, and it tells the story of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. If you don't know this story, because it happened years ago, it was basically the sort of first viral video, which is they had a tape with the two of them on their honeymoon doing honeymoon things, the mm-hmm. sex tape. And it was stolen from their house when somebody was doing renovations. I think oh, that, Seth I think Rogen that, plays the one that, yeah, that steals the tape? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then it gets released. And the whole story was that they couldn't stop it from being released. Like, right. that was the whole wildness of the Pam and Tommy video, was at the time they were told, suck it up, it's going to happen one way or another. And so this is the... Um, uh, the woman who directed I, Tanya is the one who directed this TV sh- show. So it is funny, like it is sort of humorous, but here's a little bit of the trailer. Oh, by the way, the girl yes. that plays, who's it that plays? Uh, Lily Pam- James. Uh, Lily James yeah. as Pamela Anderson? Yeah, very Yo, good. Looks and sounds you. just like her. Yeah. Oh, this is just uh, fast forward. 
who's this guy? That's Tommy Lee's drummer from Motley Crue. Where did you get this? Just, just keep going forward. So they're watching the tapes. Holy sh That's Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Just keep going. Go back. Whoa. Go back. Play, play, play. And then this part is the, uh, <laughs> the honeymoon tings. No, not like me or not. Here we go. So, yeah, so that's the... Uh, Hold on, wait, wait, listen to her voice. Listen to her voice right here. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's really that's good. Yeah, her discovering so, that the tape is out there on the internet. Uh, so it'll uh, that's dropping again on uh, February 2nd, 2022. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, so before Simu Liu um, uh, like shot to superstardom because of uh, Shang-Chi, he was sitting around watching uh, Netflix and he tweeted out that he was watching the latest season of Selling Sunset. Mm -hmm. And then Chriselle Staus from Selling Sunset wrote him being like, hey, thanks, that's awesome. And he wrote her being like, hey, big fan. And then she asked another question a little while later and then he chimed in and then they sort of started this friendship. And then he said, oh, by the way, I may be in the market to look for a new house. And then she said, well, hey, well, if that's the case, just let me know. And then she goes, listen, I understand that this can be a question that you ignore, but I absolutely have to ask if you'd be willing to do this while filming the show. No pressure. I'll help you either way. What? So apparently Simu said yes. What? And is going to be on season four of Selling Sunset. Good for you, dog. <laughs> Yo, that's amazing. I, and all of this played out on Twitter? No, th this was in a private conversation, but uh, oh. their, their, their sort of friendship happened on Twitter. Yeah. Because Simu was just sitting around like everybody else does watching Selling Sunset on Sunday. Yo, that's great. And uh, and the whole thing played out. So I guess they they filmed his episode already, and I guess he he got a place. But, wow, uh, good yeah, for you. Yeah, no, Yo, when uh, you're making that Marvel money. Yeah, right? Good for you, dog. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, hey, if you are in the market, Mocha, for a bus, a bus, a bus. Okay, um, you can buy because like well, because Grey bus? Greyhound like went out of business, right? They're permanently yeah. shutting down after ninety two years, and they have a bunch of buses from two thousand six and two thousand seven. Normally when they would retire a bus, they would just pull it apart and use it for bus parts. Mm -hmm. Also making transformers, I imagine. Um and now what they're doing is they're selling off all their buses. For how much? Well, here's the thing. Do you know how much these are, Maury? Because they only quoted the one, like, they don't actually give, because it's an auction, right? So I imagine there's going to be some sort of starting oh. bid. Uh, but they did say in this article that I was reading anyway, that somebody on Kijiji was listing a similar bus, similar size bus for $95,000. Hmm. And it comes with the logo on it, too. I know, which you'd have to paint oh, off yeah, immediately yeah. otherwise. Oh, no, leave it yeah. on. No, I don't think it'll come with the logo. Will it? Yeah, they said some come with old logos. Yeah. But that's, isn't that like but a trademark? But then that's a, that, that's a that's you a, problem. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. no, I'm, I'm not, you think I'm goo-gonning a greyhound? <laughs> right? Yeah, I would have no fingernails a, left. Oh, man, that's a lot that you right? have to use. <laughs> Hold on a second. So... This is great but for a family trip. We have bathrooms know. in them. We don't know the condition of these buses. No, they're 2007s, and they have all the seats are in there, and, and uh, they have, like, all the, like, you know, they have, like, 45 televisions, yeah. those little televisions that all then go down the aisle. you got to pay for a mechanic to, like, do an inspection no, on it and well, everything. They still work. They just took them off the road because well, yeah, but, they, they don't do the Yeah, but the it's not like anymore. they work forever. You yeah. still need a mechanic. And where do you bring your bus? 
Yo, should we pull our money together? And yes, get a bus? absolutely. I think so, huh? Yeah. yeah. The Razamoka bus? Yeah. I've always wanted to drive a bus. Ah, uh, you're the worst driver in this room. Yeah, There's you are no not way. getting behind the wheel of a bus more. Yeah. Also, yeah. you can need a bus. I've been driving for a minute, Maureen. I'm a way <laughs> better Rosa driver than you makes are. dreams happen. No, not that dream. <laughs> not, okay, we make a lot of dreams happen, Maury, but yeah. I'm going to tell you, be honest with you, Maury's bus dream yeah. might be on the list. It is very low on the list. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. One of our favorite parts of the podcast is answering the questions that you've submitted through Instagram. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, welcome to the Ronza Mocha Show podcast. What is your question? My question is, do you remember, or sorry, how old were you guys when you went on your first date? And do you remember where you guys went? Um, uh, well, what's your answer? My, I was, uh, I went on my first date. I recall going, I, we went to the movies, but I don't know where we went. Um, I know the theater, but I don't know, recall what movie we went. And I was about 14. Yeah, I'd say around the same, 13, 14 years old, and it was definitely a movie date. Cool. More, yeah. Your first date, Mark. My first date was with my first boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I drove to Brantford where he lived, and he took me to Taco Bell to show me where he worked and taught me how to make a taco. Oh, that's actually quite romantic. <laughs> yeah. And the terms that they use. Yes. Like they the So wait, wait was, so how old are you? I was 17. 17. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and out at this point, right? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah out you at were. this point. Okay. And he walked me through and taught me how to do and then we went to the Dairy Queen, the oldest Dairy Queen, which is in Brantford, and we yeah. sat out there and one of his friends that worked at the Taco Bell came by and it was like that small town feel where everybody knows everybody. Oh, excuse me. And then we got booze and went to a park and drank in the park. Right. And was oh, there any was there any making out at all? No, but the cops oh. the cops <laughs> drove by and got scared. Wow, so hot. So wait, did did he know he was like on a date, or did he just think that he was your pal? No, no, it was a date. It was, it was a date. A date. Yeah. It was absolutely yeah. a date. Because that neither we... of you tried to like lean in for a kiss. No, no, but we when we went home, then I had my first kiss, and then we went into the shower and played Madonna and showered together. Okay. Oh, well, but you guys had your clothes on, wait, right? That's still the, the same part? date. It's all the same. Date. So when I asked you if you there was I a kiss, you said no. With everybody. No, like the whole date afterwards, privately at home. Okay. Okay, so yeah. you so you. But was this when you guys were you guys were like still in your jeans or your underwear or something like that, sitting on the bathtub floor? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. With the water falling down on us. Wait what a song by Madonna were you listening to? <laughs> Frozen. Okay, so hold on here. So, you, <laughs> so wait, you guys decide to you still have your underpants on? Yes. Okay. Because wet underpants or just underpants? No underpants because oh, okay, wet okay. wet underpants is hot. Excuse me. Have you ever seen it? Oh, you mean looking like somebody else wearing wet <laughs> yes. underpants. Not wearing wet underpants. No, no. Wearing wet underpants is awful. <laughs> yeah. It's very uncomfortable. It's like heavy, makes you look Especially like you pooed. Especially wearing felt boxers. Felt boxers? <laughs> wow. You, felt, felt, you pulled out pause, the date boxers? Pause for one second. Pause for one second. Do you mean velvet or felt? No, I mean like that, sort of that nice... Uh, or silk. Felt? No. Felt is what they make stuffed animals out of. <laughs> yeah, but it feels like that. I don't know Do what you, it's called. Okay, flannel. Flannel. Okay, not felt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you were wearing flannel. So you went on a date and your sexy underpants were flannel boxers? Absolutely. What was he wearing? Oh, he's wearing tidy whitey. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you got in there in shorts, basically, right? <laughs> yeah. That probably weighed oh, about no. eight pounds soaking, <laughs> yeah, soaking, soaking wet, that. right? Oh, All no. pulling them up on the side sagging and stuff so what you guys made out and then when when you when it was all over right like i assume you took your wet boxers off we had to run into his bedroom because his mom came home so how did you 
get dressed to go home after. No, like, I slept over. Oh, you oh, slept you over? But I had to, we had to run because we heard the door opening in the house. So we had to run into his bedroom because that would be weird if she walked in. We and, you got in the shower. Into, and you got into his bed with wet boxes? No, there's towels there. So I took, like, he closed the door of his bedroom and yeah. I dried off or whatever. And then we went... I got into my pajamas and then we went into the living room and she you made tea. You had pajamas with you already? Yeah, I packed a night bag because <laughs> I'm driving to Brantford. That's like an hour and a half away. Oh, oh so wow. you had planned to stay there for the night? Absolutely. Okay. How so- did you drive to Brantford? What car? Oh, that's I drove a station uh, live eye truck. Oh, you bore one from that, the station you worked at at the time. And I parked it in the front of his house, like a like a live eye truck with the satellites on the roof. While Wait. you while you guys were inside in the shower. Yeah. But didn't nice. his mom ask, like, why is there a news truck in front of our house? <laughs> she knew. Yeah. And this is the same mom who, after we broke up, I then sent her apology letters that it didn't work out. You sent the mom. You, you always overstep. You have never not yeah. overstepped in your life, huh? No. Yeah. Wow. How long did it last between you and this guy? Six months. And was there any other sort of, uh, how high did the intimacy go? This is where we moved into each with each other and had separate beds. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> with your felt underwear. <laughs> Interesting. How about you, Roz? What yeah, same your... as Maury's. <laughs> <laughs> exact same. I don't even have to tell my story anymore. The exact same. Elizabeth, love you lots. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. All right, take care. Uh, Cody says here, actually, Shem, we're going to need you for this. Cody says, after hearing Shem's rap for Roz's birthday and dying at the lyrics, does Shem think he is a better singer or lyricist? Oh, wow. You know what? I'm going to go lyricist. Yeah. Because it takes a little bit to to put together some of those songs and whatnot. And Roz's birthday song was actually was kind of easy because... You you provide a lot of material. Dude. I'm easy. You're, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but you know what? I would say lyric. I would say lyricist. Definitely a lyricist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. Uh, oh. Mark said what? I was going to say Michaela's question. Huh? The last question. Michaela. Yeah. Um. Who smells the worst? Oh, what does that mean? Like who like smells? You have to go around and smell us, I guess. Oh, oh no! Oh, I don't. Oh. I didn't take it as that. I took it Just as in, somebody's in like general. No, like say not it. Not not who has the worst smelling. Like I just not, say who's I, like. Like in who, general, who smells the worst? Oh, I uh, took it as like right now somebody goes around and smells each it. other. Okay, so I will say no because then it's just one person's opinion. Uh, yeah. I can I can rank it I can rank it right now. What, okay? Should we all just go around smelling each other? No, we're no, not doing that. Maury, no, stop I'm good being with that. So weird, man. Okay. I'm not being weird. She okay. asked a question. Okay, um, but uh, but then she would need to be the one that comes in and determines it. Yeah. Otherwise, we're all just gonna smell each other and then just go. It's not me. It's not me. It's not <laughs> me. It's not me. Uh, which doesn't do anything. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rank it right now. Okay. Okay. On who smells the from the best to the worst. Um, I'm going to say that uh, Shem smells the best. Agreed. I'm going to say, Mocha, you smell second best. Thank you. Um, I'm going to say that um, more then it's Maury, then it's me. Oh, you think you smell the worst? Yeah, because I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because um, I, like for most of, not necessarily in here, but let's say by the end of the day, yeah. who smells the worst, right? It's, it's hands down going to be me. Because I will come in here and do this show, and then I will leave here, put on other clothes, uh, go and stand on a television set and sweat and put hair product in that Mm. I then sweat through and all of this sort of stuff. And then it's just not good. By the time I get home at the end of the day, I guarantee you I smell worse than all of you. It's... uh 
at the TV studio. Like my, sometimes my butt smells. Like sometimes I can oh, smell really? my own butt. Oh no! Yeah, from while just while you're on TV set. On uh, TV yeah, set? like if yeah, like if I'm standing there for a long time under the lights. Uh-huh. This time of year is the worst because um, you're in there and the building controls the temperature of the studio. Yeah. And this time of year is awful because much like living in a condo, Maury, um, they will shut the air conditioning off and flip it over to heat mm-hmm. because other people in the building start complaining that it's too cold. But they're not standing on a set with these giant old school lights that are scorching you. Yeah. And so this time of year, I like last week, I, I had to go and change my shirt halfway through the show because I sweat right through it. Do they have um, at the TV studio, do they have showers there? Um, you have one. No, I don't or have Cheryl a bathroom. Has, somebody has no, one, right? I know you have the, a, a bathroom. A bathroom, yeah. There is a shower next to me. Nobody uses it, though. They just use it for clothes doors. Oh, okay. So, no, there's you've no... You've never, like, gone... Like, after no. this show, when you have to go to the TV studio, you've never gone there and, like, just take a shower before... There is nowhere to take a shower. Is there not, oh, like, a YMCA no. next door or something you can go there's to? There's a gym, but I don't have time to... I don't have time yeah, to, to even no. do that, and that's super weird. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, I, by the end of the day, I smell terrible. And so I was standing there last week, and I was sweating, right? Like, yeah. just... I was sweating through everything and I was standing there for a long time. And then there was one point where we then had to sit. And as I sat on this stool, I smelled my butt from my face. Oh, like, no. yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I smelled that bad. Did like you I was just to sweating. Around you? No, it was only me. It was only me. Oh, um, gross. But yeah, I, I smell real but bad. Do you shower? I guess you don't shower when you go home. Uh, no, not right when I, not right when I so go home. So has Catherine ever said your butt smells? Um, no, 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 no. But she's told me I stink before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I just, you know, I'll do, like, I, you know, outside sweat, dirty, filthy, everything, right? Like, I, and then I clean up. I don't clean as I go. I'm not a clean as I go kind of guy. Like, if I'm going to get dirty and stinky at 9 a.m., and I know I'm going to get dirty and stinky again at 2, right? I don't clean up in between. Right, yeah. Right? yeah There's yeah. no point. There's no point in that. Uh, so I would say Shem, Mocha, Mori, me. That's yeah, the order of, of who stinks and who does not. I, it's, I agree. Yeah. It's not worth arguing. <laughs> I just really wanted to go around and smell everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Mark says here, sous vide question. Yes. Do you defrost the meat before you throw it in the sous vide? Also, can you hang multiple... <laughs> can you... Yeah. Maury, shush. Okay, yes, Can Maury. you hang multiple meats at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, uh, you can always hang multiple meats, right, yeah. Maury? As much as you want. As much as you want. Uh, you can sous vide uh, frozen meat. Um, I prefer, when we use our sous vide, I prefer to have the meat defrosted. Yes. And in order in order to hang the multiple meats, yes. uh, much like you, we have the, the rack that yeah. goes inside of, the, uh, inside of the bin that you then... Uh, clip the bags of meat too. Yes. Um, if you if you don't have the proper rack and you're just using a pot, you can take like a large wooden spoon and just lay it across the top mm-hmm. of the pot and just um, use one of those like clips, like a chip clip even, to clip the bag to the spoon and it'll just float yeah, around. If you don't have a sous vide, can you fake a sous vide? Uh, no, and the uh-huh. reason you can't fake a sous vide, like you mean if you put something... Like if I don't have a sous vide, yeah. but I wanted to give the allure of the sous vide. Okay, so here is the problem though, right? Is the the very, very, very difficult part of faking sous vide is that you have to get your water temperature to a consistent temperature that's like, let's say like 135 which is not like boiling. It's not sort of, it's above room temperature. The problem is that you then have to perfectly maintain that water temperature at that exact temperature for an hour. Could you microwave it? 
Like uh, if you have a no. if you have a bucket of water no. and put the meat in the no, bag because, and microwave. No, because the longer you microwave, the hotter that water gets. True, yeah. Right? So you have to maintain the temperature for like an hour, which is very you can't do that on a stove, right? Like it's super difficult to do to maintain a perfect temperature when water is evaporating and, you and you're adding yeah. more water. I was say, or and if you're in a, if you're having a bath to hang the meat in the bath, but then the water gets colder. The water then gets colder. So you, right? can't, you can't bathe with your meat. No, <laughs> you, yeah, no, you, and you can't hang multiple meats in the tub either, <laughs> right? I mean, I guess you could, but uh, Stefania says here uh, she wants to know what our favorite Christmas movie is and mm. when we start watching Mocha. I don't have a favorite Christmas movie. You don't, yes, huh? You do. Mm-mm. No, yes, I don't. You absolutely. I do. enjoy all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't have a favorite. I enjoy all of them. I know my wife's favorite is uh, is Home Alone. Yeah. And we start Christmas movies in our as soon as W Network starts showing the Christmas stuff. Gotcha. I think like November first. Yeah. Like W Network and is on in our house all the time because my wife loves Christmas so much. Those so, Hallmark movies are actually not that bad. Oh, you like them? Because we're watching the same thing. We have their countdown to Christmas on yeah. W and you put it on and it's funny. It's always the same plot in every movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, they're yeah, actually yeah. not yeah, that yeah. bad. And a lot of them though, a lot of them are like the same actors and actresses. <laughs> yes. In a lot of these yes, movies, right? Yes, and yes. they're all shot in the same city. Yeah, yeah. just mix and match them up. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> I love, like I always enjoy Elf. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. I, right. It's Love just it. I always enjoy. It. I, I but I really like Home Alone as well. Now when when like and but those aren't net, like those aren't movies from my youth. You know what I mean? Sure. Like there weren't a lot of sort of Christmassy type movies that became classics from like Scrooged was I guess I was a teenager when that, that came one. out with with Bill Murray. Um, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a fantastic movie, but Planes oh, is that's a Thanksgiving. But, but, movie. But it's a Thanksgiving movie, oh, right? Okay, it's okay, not okay. a it's not a Christmas movie. Um, people watch it around the holidays because everything, it's the holiday season in America, mm. right? So it's a, it's, but it's thanks specifically Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, Four I like Christmases is also really good with Vince Vaughn. That's really funny. Yeah. That's a funny movie. Oh, that's, that's a um, funny movie too. Um, I know, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know, like I know people considered gremlins to be a Christmas movie, you yeah. know, and die hard to die be a Christmas hard, yeah. movie and all that stuff. And I don't just dis- necessarily disagree with it. And I think a Christmas movie, you know, that takes place over Christmas and Christmas is central to the plot of the film. I think you can call it a Christmas movie, but uh, gremlins is a real difficult Christmas movie. And it's one of the ones that I know, like a lot of Gen X um, parents, you know, were dying to show their kids um and then you realize that um the ultimate spoiler is in gremlins right and so you can't show it to your kids um because you don't remember that from when you were a kid right right? um so yeah so like all those movies but i'm just straight up like i I love every year we watch home alone i love every year we watch elf and and so i'm gonna add serendipity to the list i love that one that's a one and done for me oh i watch we watch that that movie once john cusack john cusack where he has to find i forget the actress in it but they meet beckinsale was it Kate beckinsale was it they have this the one glove that they got from bloomingdale's and then they go on which is weird because she's also about to get married to another guy, but then they go for a coffee date and they say, well, it's, it's serendipity if we meet up somehow. So she writes her phone number in a book and he yeah. has to try and find the book and contact her, blah, blah, blah. But she's getting married? She's getting married, but then, yeah. spoiler, she calls Tri- off the what wedding. Do you, what do you call it? <laughs> Trifling, what is it? Trifling <laughs> ass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting it. Hold on here. What? Let me look this up. Christmas. Like best Christmas movie ever? But which Home Alone? Movies. I'd say Home Alone 2 is the better one. Oh, no. Definitely not for me. 
No, I, no, I no, prefer no, no, no. part one better. I rented both of them more, this weekend. Aren't they on streaming services for free? Yeah. Not anymore. No, you have to pay five bucks for them. No, they're free on one no, of them. No, I check. I, I speak into my remote, and the options were Disney Plus or On Demand for $5. So Disney I don't Plus. have Disney Plus. Well, so, that's, I that's to... what you, so I just said, aren't they on the Oh, yeah, services? but you have to pay free. for that, too. Oh, yeah. you, don't, you don't have Disney Plus? No. Interesting. I thought for sure you would. I had it for a bit, but it just got too expensive. Yeah, they upped the price. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's a great Christmas movie, um, but it's like totally adult, whatever. Okay. Um, so Trading Places years ago was oh, one oh, of my oh, favorite oh. Christmas movies with Dan Aykroyd <laughs> and Eddie Murphy. That's right? a classic. That yeah. is a classic Christmas movie. Um, here's a ne- couple other ones that I... Uh, What's oh, the one where if every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings? The, um, it's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. That's right. <laughs> Jesus, how old are you? Uh, Christmas Vacation. People love to watch oh. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, um, uh, let's not forget about Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Yeah, because That's he fights right. Drago on Christmas Day. That's right. I right? forgot so, about that. Just yes. because something happens on Christmas, I makes know. It a and Christmas this is what movie. I'm saying. No, it's not. It, I don't think Christmas is essential to that. I mean, it is to that one part of the plot, but I don't think it's essential wow. to the uh, to the, the Christmas to vacation. The, plot. the whole movie is about Christmas. Yes, uh, uh, Ernest saves Christmas. You got the <laughs> Ernest movies. Remember, remember Ernest? Yeah, Ernest P. Worrell. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Ernest P. Worrell. We I introduced Roxy to those uh, Ernest movies. Man, and? oh gosh, she loved them. Yeah. She like, yeah, because like you remember the scene where he's like unplugging the toilet, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> so she loves like the Ernest. She loved um, the Ernest movies, and then also introduced her to um, like Naked Gun and oh, the nice. air, uh, the airplane movies yeah. and stuff like that, where it's all sight gags. And... Did you ever show her that picture? Remember that when uh, John Cena combed his hair a certain way, and then everyone would say he looked like Ernest. Also, a Christmas story I love a lot. That yes. was uh, that was a with the leg a, lamp. Yeah, it's a yeah with the leg lamp. It's a classic uh, movie. Christmas Vacation was the '80s. Scrooge was the '80s. Um, One Magic Christmas. I don't know what that is. Uh, a Brady Christmas. No, thank you. Uh, Die Hard's on the list. Um, oh, is a Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or a Halloween so. movie? See, that's because the, it's a Halloween movie, but it's about Christmas. Right. Yeah, that that's part of the, the one of those sort of like movie nerd debates is mm-hmm. whether you watch Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween or whether you watch it um, at Christmas. Oh, what, Halloween why? Because they're skeletons? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's a, like it's a, it's a Halloween movie, but it's uh-huh. about Christmas, right? Well, then it's a Christmas movie. Is it, though? Because it's I essentially think. like Scrooge. That's what the what it's guess, technically yeah, about, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Skeleton. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen the whole thing all the way through, to be honest with you. No. Never. And oh, I probably watched like three documentaries about the movie, but I've true. never oh, actually seen the movie. The yeah, new one yeah. on Netflix, how, the, the movies that made us. And that was like the second or third documentary I watched on that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll end on this one. Chris wants to know, uh, what do you miss about the 90s? Oh, geez. The very little. The drink orbits. Orbits? Orbits. Oh, that was my favorite drink. Was that the, they had like little, um. L- little dots with the flavors. And as you drink yeah, it, the yeah, dots, yeah. like these things shoot to the back of your throat and that had the flavor in it. Wow. Uh, I'll tell you what I miss about the 90s was anonymity. Mm. Who's um, that? that all, who's that? <laughs> you don't know what anonymity is? <laughs> no, that, um, that like all the sort of dangerous, awful, uh, things that you did in the 90s at this point in your life are just hearsay right yeah. there's no there's no facts 
there's no permanent record about any of that stuff. But you were you were like you could, but it was the '90s, so it wasn't the '80s and it wasn't the '70s. Like it was the '90s, and things were progressing, and you know, uh, cultures were coming together, and like all of this stuff, right? Great music was being released, everything. But you that you still you still weren't a permanent record. You could still go out, have fun, do crazy stuff, and not you know lose your job over it. And I sure. wrote a love letter. It was an actual letter. It was an actual letter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, say I my innocence. Your innocence. Yeah. When did you lose your innocence? Like what when was you, the you were able to just do whatever and, and you were not accountable for anything. Is that not what I literally <laughs> just well, said? I, I swear this guy doesn't listen. <laughs> Is that what you meant? <laughs> Is that what you meant? Is that what I said? It sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. Uh, one thing yeah. I miss about the nineties, okay. Don't laugh. Yeah. But wrestling. Wrestling. Sure. No, 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 no. Nostalgia no, but you is can still a watch huge... those, so it's still there. Yeah, no, but it's but... not the same, yeah, though, just... right? It's not the same. That one era of wrestling, the Attitude Era, was just incredible. You know, yeah. I miss when, if you wanted to go see a movie, you had to go and get the movie. Like, you had to put thought into going to get the movie. Well, like, what do you mean, to... like, to rent a movie? You had to go to Blockbuster. So oh, it, was, okay. it was an event. Everything was an event. Yeah, see, here's the thing that I don't miss about the 90s is I don't miss limited quantities uh, mm-hmm. from the 90s. Like, I don't miss, you know, uh, a brand new movie being released uh, for home entertainment and you go to Blockbuster and it's not available for you? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Sorry, like that, the like, store only got, like, four copies. Exactly. So, like, that's, like, like the, the, the world of streaming and unlimited quantities is was a game changer, like an absolute yeah, game time. changer. Yeah, but there was something to be said about going and, you know, making sure no. you got that don't copy miss if that. they were out. No. Oh, don't miss like it that. at what all. You get your hopes up that you're going to go and get that new movie. Yep. And you get there and they're like, no, somebody just rented it. Yep. And you got to wait like a day or two days. But now. I called you. I yeah. reserve. No, I do not miss that at all. Or the only all. way to see movie trailers was in the theater because like they, they, oh, oh, yeah. the TV, like it wasn't on. But do there you was no miss YouTube. that though? I know there's just something to be said about, oh, you I can't wait it. to see that. Yeah, or... but you don't miss that more. There's no way you miss having to go to see a movie you don't really want to see just to see the trailer for another movie you yeah. do. Right? There's and no way. Especially when it comes we got to get VHS. there early I'll, for the I'll, coming I'll tell you, another, another thing about the 90s that I'll tell you that I do not miss was um, uh, having to go to a movie 45 minutes early. Oh, yeah, to get a good before, seat. Before to, get a, can, to get a good seat. Before you could reserve your seats. Yeah. 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 Now, as soon as they started putting numbers on seats, that was a game changer Big for time. movies. Oh, like a love. game. And and also, I'll tell you the other thing that I don't miss about the nineties. Was it the nineties? Yeah, I, I would say that I would say the mid mid nineties was that there was a time where you went to a movie theater where your only options for food were popcorn and candy and soda, mm-hmm. right? The day that they introduced nachos and cheese was, mm. like, life-changing. And, and Burger then, King. And then you got, like, Burger King and Taco Bell and New York Fries mm. and Pizza Pizza, like, all these places. But back in the day, it was popcorn or licorice. Yeah, I wonder if it was because people, like, too many people were sneaking in their own food. No, do you know what it was? Mocha's probably right. No, for years, for years, the notion was that anything aside from popcorn would be too revolting of a smell, and people oh. would complain. 
No, but I right? think Mocha's right because then people would sneak it in anyway. So if you're going to sneak it in anyway, buy it from us. No, 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 no. It was they never. It was wild because the reason they never sold chips was because they always said chips were too loud. That you were going to distract the people beside you. And then somebody was just like, screw that. Nachos and cheese. And then, oh, my God. I would get double cheese in the containers so with those, with those like, rounds. Yeah, I wouldn't want the salsa. Just uh, give no, me two cheeses. Just give me two cheeses, right? Yeah. Uh, so that was, that was, but what, that was a game changer Did when they brought in good food. Did you movie to have them reheat the cheese? No. Why what? would I? No. Because the cheese would cool down. and You'd have to walk out and be like, I'll be right back. And they have to reheat <laughs> no, the cheese. No. No. Also, I'm a huge pain in the ass to go to a movie with because what? I will, like, go and get snacks. Yeah. And those snacks will sit either on my lap or on the floor until, not even the, not even the trailers, until the movie starts. Oh, and Ross right? doesn't share. Those. And no, yeah, I will. Sh- I'm not with you. I'll share with my family. Because I've been to a movie that <laughs> Ross won't share. No, why would I share with you? Because well, so you had a whole big bag of popcorn. No, I'm not sharing with you. Buy your own. So you wait until the movie actually starts. starts. And I don't wow. mean trailers, right? Mm. I mean the film. And then I reach down, I pick it up, I put it on my lap, and I start my meal. You know, I think, um, yeah, when we go to the movies, we get multiple items. Popcorn, you snack on, but I'm the same way with candy. Because I always do, get huh? candy. Yeah. I wait until the movie starts to open the candy. But, like, during the trailer and everything else, like, yeah. I'll have, like, drink my drink, and I'll have some right. popcorn and everything else, but it's always the candy that I wait until the yeah. movie starts. Do you ever pour the candy into the popcorn? Uh, you know, I have never done that. That's what people do. Yeah, they do uh, They do peanut M&Ms in the popcorn. Mm. People like that. I'm not, I don't know. That way you get both yeah. flavors in your mouth at the same time. <laughs> hey. Hey, oh. All right, so uh, we get these questions from you guys. Uh, keep submitting them at Kiss925 on Instagram. Instagram. We'll post a picture that reads "Ask Roz and Mocha," and um, we'll have one of you join us on the phone to uh, ask your question, just like we did Elizabeth earlier today. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five, Kiss ninety two five dot com, or download the Kiss ninety two five app.